You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 99 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me for the 126th time, and if you're confused, you should be, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. And the triple header begins. We have three episodes to record today and then a family party for all me. back to back so i'm gonna be a busy bee today but we have a couple of interviews we'll talk about in just a second because they're both going to be released this week um but welcome to episode 99 everybody we really appreciate you hanging out if you're new to the show we are the single source for all of your nerdy news and gaming tv film music and all things pop culture we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time but be sure to hit that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like i iTunes and CastBox. Remember, they moved us to a different server, so if you're a CastBox listener, please click on our profile, the old one. It'll take you to the new one, and you can resubscribe. We appreciate everybody that already did that, but while you're at it, please leave us a rating and review. It's the easiest and the cheapest way to help us grow. It takes like two minutes, and we really, really appreciate that's it. That's a solid two minutes. It is, yeah. It's a, it could take 30 seconds. Depends on how much you want to write. You guys suck, or you guys are okay. That's all. <laughs> yeah, one star, three star, five star. We read them all in the air. It doesn't matter. Now, the generous people out there that have sent reviews in so far that were numbered have all been five stars, so we appreciate it. But we're not going to be one of those places that says, give us a five star. Just give us a rating. I'll take it. Be honest. We yeah. suck, we suck. That's right, yeah. <laughs> It'll be tough, but yeah. we'll read it on the air. Uh, remember that we're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, so wherever you're listening to us, we appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at we podcast and we know things, all one word. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at WePod and we know all one word. Search us out on Facebook. Just type in We Podcast and We Know Things in the search bar of Facebook and go ahead and like the page there. Uh, remember to join the WePod squad over at Patreon <laughs> for as little as a dollar a month. If you want to support us monetarily, um, you kick in something per month, one, two, five, ten, twenty dollars, whatever that may be. Then we give you a sweet ass reward tier on top of that. Um, all the five dollar and up patrons get a weekly shout out on the show with their handles of choice for social media we'll get to that at the end of the show uh but we did relaunch a store recently too which is awesome uh shop.spreadshirt.com slash we podcast we know things a link is in our bio on all of our social media we've sold double digit items in two weeks we can't thank everybody out there enough and i thought it was just going to be us buying our own stuff (laughs) yeah eight of the 11 things (laughs) hilarious (laughs) but seriously though i got a text the other night from somebody and he was like yo can you uh i can't find this article can you throw up a black v-neck i would love to buy it with the new logo on it i said sure except it's on there he's like (laughs) what i couldn't find it i was like dude everything is on there i was gonna say you just click the shirt and there's there's a lot of colors to choose from so you just gotta look a little bit he didn't know there was a v-neck in general and i was like Bro, it says V-neck right yeah. there. Now, granted, <laughs> now, granted, I'm not a V-neck guy. So Once in a blue moon, you, we, break we out have, the, you gotta break out the V-neck. Yeah, we have one um, type of V-neck, so we hope the 52 cotton, 48 polyester <laughs> blend is good for you. It's Hey, I'm, I'm glad we didn't go to the original place because their shirts were like super heavy. Like, yeah, these are were. like super light and comfortable. They are. They're yeah. really, really comfortable. Um, I bought one. I bought one for some friends, and you got one too. Yep. You got the one that you've I always a, wanted. And I got a mouse pad. Oh. <laughs> I, I needed this shit. That's and I, I saw you post up the onesie. Yeah, yeah, I bought a onesie for my future child. He or she in six <laughs> six months. 
Jesus. And then I think what you write, like, first word's going to be podcast. First word, yeah, my kid's first word's going to be podcast. I, I could see that being a reality. How uh, pissed would Ashley be? <laughs> not mama, not papa. It's Pretty podcast. podcast. <laughs> that's cool. He's going to be a host one day. We're going to pass this podcast along to our kids one day. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Keep it going. Uh, we also revamped the website, which is wepodcastandweknowthings.com. Your one-stop shop for all things we podcast and we know things. It's got... Um, reviews, it's got opinions, it's got all of our episodes, it's got a link to our Patreon, a link to all of our social media, and a link to our store right there uh, on the page. And again, thanks to the awesome writers uh, out there that have joined us, Ryan, uh, Nico, and Mike. Appreciate you guys out there. Anybody who would like to write for our website, just hit us up on the Instagram or Twitter DMs. We'd be more than happy to. Or you can shoot us over an email at wepodcastandweknowthings at gmail.com. Uh, but Man, that'll be hard for them for them to remember. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's all really difficult. It's it's you know it's one of those tricky yeah, ones yeah. that we don't use the name of our show as everything. Uh, luckily, we have a very unique name, yeah, we, so no one's we already cha- taken we change it. it up. Yeah, no one's taken it uh, yet. But we are part of the We Be Geeks podcast network, which is a really cool thing. Twenty something other podcasts are part of this network. You go to We Be Geeks PC. All one word dot com, webegeekspc.com. You can check out all the shows on that awesome network. Same goes for the ESO network, um, esopodcast.com. I think we're show 27 or 28 uh, on there. There's almost 30 shows, so it's almost 60 podcasts between our two networks that you can enjoy outside of our show. Uh, go check every one of those out. Um, you'll hear a, uh, an ad for an ESO show in a little bit. You'll get the, uh, you heard the ESO bumper in the beginning. You'll hear one at the end. We really appreciate being a part of those families. And, you know, and it's good kind of like you pick a different show, like their little commercials just kind of spread the love around. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and you know what? On other shows, it's pretty neat to like tune into other shows and hear our little commercial that yeah. we did. Um, that was a fun commercial. <laughs> yeah, it, was. it was like two or three takes. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. Uh, we also did a, an interview recently uh, with Ian Holubiak of The Worst Humans <clears throat> and in reading other interviews that Ian had done previously, we know that he was not a fan of the standard yes. boilerplate yes. interview <laughs> question. So Sam and I took a completely different approach to it, and we asked him three or four boilerplate questions. But I would say that the other dozen questions we asked were pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was it was different because you know like people were asking like you said the, the standard stuff, and then you mentioned the color purple, and we had to ask him about that what that meant. So that was like a it was a cool troll that he did. Yeah, we talked a lot about pizza in Brooklyn. We talked a lot about Game of Thrones. We talked about um, why he hates standard interview questions. We <laughs> talked about music legends that you know he would go see. Like a lot of really cool things that we just had a really nice open dialogue about. And it turns out that you guys liked it a lot too because not only is the episode tracking really really well, uh, we've had a couple people reach out and say. That that they listen to the interview. One comes to mind, AF Log Dog on Twitter. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, he hit us up and said this was the best content we've ever produced uh, yeah. from an interview standpoint. <clears throat> and he is now a big fan of the worst humans. And the worst humans actually replied back to it saying, like, you rule. So, like, just but really good It's a good feeling that, you know, people notice and appreciate, you know, because it takes time to do what we do here. Right. And they also do the interview so they can get new fans. Exactly. And, exactly. It, and it's it's nice that it works out that way, that now they got some new fans out of it. We got what I believe is one of our better interviews. Yes. And so just from a fun perspective, that was just fun. Yeah, it was. And it's like it always is, one hand washes the other type of deal. So, Well, we have a couple more interviews today. Yeah. Uh, right after this one. We're recording a little earlier than normal. Um, what so else if, is new? So if our voices are Who hoarse, needs sleep? 
uh, you'll understand why. But we have a sweet band from Connecticut called, you guessed it, Con Etiquette, uh, coming on the show today at, uh, what, 10 o'clock they're calling in? So we're going to have a bonus episode from them dropping on Wednesday. Uh, what is the date of that? Wednesday would be the 18th. 18th. So Wednesday, July 18th, you're going to hear the bonus episode from Con Etiquette, <clears throat> a four-piece band from Connecticut. Reminds me a lot of like 90s hard rock yeah. mixed with just good old-fashioned rock and roll in general. I mean, they're they're kind of unique. They're fun. They're a really, really fun band. So yeah. they have a couple – they have an EP and an LP. So we're going to uh, interview them and just – <clears throat> Excuse me, just a little bit today, and after that, we have what is probably on, your most one of your most hyped interviews. Well, on, on my personal bucket list, uh, something that when I was eight years old, I never in a million years oh no, thought. No. Actually, I was four when this show came out, and I never in a million years thought, you know, one day I'm going to interview that yeah. guy. Uh, but we have the opportunity to interview Phil Moore, who is the host of Nick Arcade. I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> Actually, yesterday morning for like two hours, just kind of watching all like all the plays, and there was this one guy who it took him like thirty seconds to hit the red button. Yeah. I was dying, like hit the red button, the red button, you get it. So you get it now. Mikey yeah, yeah, goes up yeah. across the screen. Yeah. They have all these games that that actually a lot of the games were developed just for the show. Yeah, they I, had Sonic, they had other. Stuff I don't for- remember it as much as you do, but watching a little bit, it did like bring back the old days. Like, oh shit, I remember. I like I remember this, but it just so far and so many years since you've seen it. Yeah. But once you fell on like the YouTube, I was like, oh thank God for YouTube. You have. Uh- there was three wizard masters at yep. the end of the game. Yep. It was Murloc, Scorcia, and, yep. and Mongo. So I was cracking up, man. Some of the questions I have for him are going to be really fun. It's, like, so old school. Like, when you watch that, like, you cannot help but think, like, Double Dare and, like, all the old games or, like, all the yeah. game shows he used to watch on the And we now know Double Dare's back. Yep. And Phil Moore actually posted a photo on his Twitter of him on the Double Dare set. So we're going to talk to him about that and what Double Dare's like. And we know Legends of the Hidden Temple came back with a movie. What was it? Last I still, year or I still didn't ago? see that. I, it's, I keep it's terrible. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about it but uh i shouldn't say it's terrible it's just it's it's it's, it's already dated it's kind of already dated um but maybe they maybe it's never okay you know, like maybe a little vr headset action I for mean, the last boss i think we have to ask i mean all these shows are getting revived whether it's, it's through a network or if it's netflix hulu like oh it's, it's worth a shot it'll and come now, back to nickelodeon it's and Nick technology's Arcade. a little updated now so i think they can make it work a little bit better you do the final boss while putting on a vr headset as opposed that to going to the awesome. back room dude it's already on the list yeah. it's our final question <laughs> awesome so we're definitely gonna and i i, I prefaced it i said to him hey what's off he, the table he i said, hope he pitched it i he said ask me anything awesome so and they did over 80 episodes so <clears> the show <throat> was around for a little while yeah it's carte blanche to ask him anything dude i'm super hyped for this uh we do have our trivia section we're gonna get to a couple stories in the biggest story including an announcement to a a contest that we uh, had said last week. Um, then we're going to start in the movie space. We have TV, then gaming, then a couple of things in music, uh, some comic book stuff, and then we'll do our Patreon shouts and our pick of the week. Um, relax, sit back. It's going to be a chalk full of jam-packedness. What else is new? We have a lot to cover today. Um, we gave ourselves an hour buffer just in case we go really long on this. Um, I only have a quarter bottle of Propel <laughs> left. I probably Maybe, what, an eighth? I have a sip left. Well, make it last. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? That's a sip of Propel. I'm going to have to refill. Make it last. <clears throat> when Sam's talking, I'm just going to get up and run and get more. We do have our trivia. I'm going to let you go first, Sam. <clears throat> it is 3.5 to 1.5 right now. I'm up by 2. Yep. Uh, it is first to 11. Win by 2. If you get the question straight away, it's 1 point. If you have to take the four multiple choice answers, it is one half of a point. That's how we both have half points because we are losers and ask for answers. Yep. Sam, 
in the MCU, what is the 19th film in the MCU? Oh, God. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down the whole list. One, <laughs> two, three, three. Yeah, unlimited time. Three Iron Mans. There was Captain America. There was Hulk. There was Thor. Guardians. Now, it was it everything that was released so far, or is it's, it? It's there's only been X amount of movies released. released. If I give you the number, you're gonna know yeah. the answer. There's only been X amount of numbers in the MCU released. I want the 19th one that's hit theaters. What was the 19th movie released in the MCU? Ant Man and the Wasp. Ooh, final answer. It's either that or Avengers. I'll go Ant Man. Ant Man and the Wasp is number 20. Pissed. It so, is Infinity War. I, dude, I had a feel. It was, it was either or. It had <laughs> yeah. to be. Ant-Man of the Wasp is number 20, the 20th MCU film. So Infinity War is going to be. I probably should have said, ooh, final answer. I probably just sort of. Yeah. Once stayed. you said it, I was like, shit, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to stick with it. Probably should have just stayed stoic. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, and Ant-Man were my choices. Ant-Man 2. All right. So this one is from Nick Arcade. If you did, if, you, if, you, if you dug deep, you should know. But I saw it and I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Which NSYNC member once Joey appeared? Fatone. Correct. Yeah. I figured, even, <laughs> as I was writing, I was like, I know Greg's going to get it, but it was just such a, a weird question I had to put. You know what's sad is because I was both a Nick Arcade yeah. fan and an and NSYNC in, fan yeah. growing up. <laughs> well, I, Dude, I, I I had to give it to you. I like, was an NSYNC was, fan for one summer, but it was pretty long You summer. were pretty deep into it for that one summer. I say a year. It was actually all of fifth grade. That was when I was just like headstrong Everything was five and NSYNC. I never liked the Backstreet Boys. But like 98 Degrees. I never liked O-Town. But NSYNC, 98 Degrees, and uh, – oh, and LFO. They kept yeah, this. The, LFO, light, the yeah. light funky Jesus ones. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, what that. was, that's what it was called The for? light funky ones. I would never got it. Never. No way in hell. <laughs> Do you know, I, I think NSYNC was because all of their, their names ended uh, in that. It was Justin and uh, Chris was S. Y was Joey. N was JC, but I think his name was like Jason, and C was Lance. Only but Greg would know But this. that doesn't make sense because Lance ends in an, uh, in an E. So I, I maybe I maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I'm definitely wrong. I, 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 I have no know. idea. All right, so it is four point five to one point five. The kid is is increasing his lead, so just a bigger chance for me to blow it. Oh, no, yeah. you're good. As long as I keep giving you questions like this, you'll be fine. That was a tough one. I just happened to like no, both things. No, exactly. But I know it's like, this is up Greg's alley. Yeah. Yeah, but you've thought that about a lot of gaming questions that I've botched. I'm very no, disappointed No, but one that I lately. know that you love NSYNC or did and you love Nick Arcade, so. Yeah, put me on to. blast. I don't love well, you NSYNC just explained now. their whole names to how NSYNC came to be. I think <laughs> you put yourself true. on blast. This is true. I was a big fan. Big fan. Oh, um, did I? Did I? Oh, it's upstairs. Damn it. You don't need to bring the vinyl down. Um, no, no, no. Pope Joy um, got Ashley a, a present for like having like, being pregnant, yeah. having a baby, or whatever. He uh, bought her a, pre- a present. He got her some flowers and a couple boxes of uh, peanut butter tasty cakes and the one that she stuff. said last week she can't eat. Yeah, he doesn't know that though. We're gonna let that one just go. Sorry, Pope. Um, but he got me a present too, and I opened it up, and it's an NSYNC T-shirt. Oh my god! Good for you, Pope. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, your brother's um, speech at your wedding really opened that one back up to me. Yeah, that was that was a good speech too. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get into our biggest stories of the day. Nintendo says that they want to release twenty to thirty indie games per week on the Switch, um, which sounds amazing. But my question is, 
Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Me personally, I would say that's a bad thing. I think that's just too much so fast. There's just not enough time to play 20, 30 games every week. I think that's where I tend to lie is it's not, it's definitely not like the worst possible news you could get, but it sure is, um, it's it's a lot. I, I mean, mean, it's coming a good, from me. I buy what a game a week, maybe, and I don't play. Yeah. Well, I have a big. And I, was, I mean, it's a good thing. I guess you're gonna have a, a shit ton of variety of games to play. But that's just twenty to thirty. That's just I'm like, I always get anxious. Like it's it's too much. Like whoa, my heart racing. Here's for indie games. <clears throat> I don't want the special ones to get lost in the sauce. Yeah, and that's when you start how they create, get lost in the you sauce. You start to create an environment of twenty to thirty games per week. Nintendo releases games on Tuesdays and Fridays on the eShop, and they release probably five or six. The the number's probably a ten now a week uh, or so. That's, give or even, take. even that, like that's it's, plenty. It's, it's plenty. I think it's absolutely plenty. Um, there's still things to look forward to. I don't just miss over one. Now I have a thing. Now sometimes they release on like Wednesdays or Thursdays, but that's kind of for a special release. I I do this thing where every Tuesday at noon and every Friday at noon where they drop. <clears throat> if I don't have my Switch on me, which is never because I'm at work, <laughs> I'll go on Nintendo's eShop website and I'll check out all the new releases. I'll check out what's on sale. I'll check out what's coming next because they drop things last second. They don't put everything in the coming soon section, so there are games that come out that you don't even know the release date unless you know the release date. So. You know, I get surprised sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Seven bucks. Let me check it out. And that's how I found yeah. Kid Trip, <clears throat> which turned out to be a game that got a sequel that we reviewed on the site that we got the free code for that we're giving away six copies and having the developer yeah. on next week. So it's like little things like that of how that special type of thing can happen from just searching. And it, it hurts that with 20 so or So you don't think they're overpopulating the Switch here? <laughs> they, definitely overpopulating. You have a 32 gigabyte internal storage. You have to get an SD card. Um, I've expanded mine out by 164 gigs. So just I, a little I got, bit. <laughs> I got some room, but that's still combined yeah. less than 200, yeah. which is less than half of a PS4, less than half of an Xbox One. And that's just the base model at 500 yeah. gigs. So there's not a lot of storage space. So the indie game is where you win on Switch because they don't have a lot of, they don't take up a lot yeah. of space. And now if you're digitally downloading all your big titles, like your Octopath yeah, Travelers, your Legend of Zelda's, you're kind of screwed a little yeah. bit uh, or can be eventually can kind of F you down in the, the long road. run. I mean, if you're going to play 20 to 30 games a week. Plus what I think that what a, a bigger thing that it says to me is, um, is this Nintendo saying this is making up for our lack of triple A games, our lack of Mario like big, big games. And, I mean, yeah, they had Odyssey dude, last year, but so big, many big games, games out to hold you over. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you say big games, okay, Mario Tennis just came out. Like, that should keep people over, you know, busy for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I doubt everyone beat Zelda yet. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's people that don't even have it yet. I mean, and the Switch is still swe- selling well. Um, what I do like about the news, where I think it is good news, is it's basically putting a stamp on that if you want to play an indie game, the Switch is where you play yeah. it. And the Switch is perfect for yeah. it. A little screen, digestible. It's uh, They're meant for short bursts. They're not that long. And I forget who I heard. It might have even been uh, Shriver that said this, but do you get tired of playing on the handheld? <clears throat> I play handheld ninety to ninety five. And you're not tired of it at all. There are on- there are games I will only play on the big screen. Okay. Super Mario Odyssey. I will only play on the big screen. That is more for the motion controls. I don't feel like flinging my switch around in my hand. Yeah. And one time it'll, dropping yeah, exactly. it. One time I'd, you'll let go. I'd rather just do it with a controller. Yeah. Um, number two, I will only play the new Pokemon game on my TV because I've dreamed of it since I was a kid. Yeah. But when yeah, I that would be stupid to play. You've been playing that for your whole damn life. But handheld mode, like. 
the reason I love my handheld mode is because when my wife wants to watch TV, because when there's a game on, I can still play. Or when you're in the bathroom. Or when I'm in the bathroom. Or when I'm waking up in the morning and I'm laying in bed next to her and I don't want to turn the TV on and wake her up. I pop my headphones jack right in the switch and I'm playing a game. I turn the vibrate off of the rumble and I'm playing a game. Everybody's like, oh, you game, you game all the time. That thing lets me game while I'm watching the game. So like – Everybody, what'd you do last night? I watched the Phil's game. Oh, why? Well, I watched the Phil's game and I played a little Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, I, I, motherfucker. I, I, I forget what happened. I think it was like last week or two weeks ago. I think the, there was a game on. Like, and I think Ash sent a snap. It was like you, like on the couch, you had your phone watching something, you had oh your laptop open for something, and the game's on the big screen. We I was were, like, I was like, look at this savage. Uh, we were watching Royal Rumbles. Tom and Tom and Pope were yeah. over too. Oh, it was. When Tom and Pope were over, it was just a random. I, I, I forget what Snapchat I saw. She, I just laughed. She gets mad at me when I put her in Instagram stories, but I always cover her face for the most part. Um, <laughs> but she then throws me no. on blast on Snapchat and doesn't tell me about it because I don't have a Snapchat. I know. So she, I'll never know the shit. Because I, I, that's why I laughed the whole time. So I'll put Twitch on my phone. I'll put the game on the yeah. iPad. And I'll put whatever we're watching on TV yeah. on the TV. And I still, conversa- I still have a conversation. I still converse with her. We still have a good dialogue. I don't ignore her. I'll play a little yeah. Switch sometimes too with that. It, but like that's what keeps no, me sane. No, no, no. I agree. It's just funny. Like, you had a lot going on. I do. I, I, I just do. listened to one of, um, I think Burke Kreischer was on Douglas movie. And then he goes, yeah, I'm on the plane and no one was next to me. So there's two different TVs left and right, two different movies. He's like, so I plugged one ear, my left one, the right, and watched and listened to them both. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's really good. That's a good life hack. That's impressive. That's a good life hack. And, you know, Nintendo had two nice-sized games drop this past week. We have reviews for both of them later on in the show. Captain to a Treasure Tracker and Octopath Traveler, a friggin' 100-hour RPG, JRPG. But, like... I prefer the indie game. I mean, that's look at all the games I speedrun outside yeah. of Super Mario yeah. Bros. and DuckTales. They're all indie games. Yeah. Mighty Gunvolt Burst, Kid Trip, Miles and Kilo. Um, but I mean, it's it's not. I mean, for you, I guess it's good, but it's just twenty. Like, that's just overwhelming to me. I would, yeah. oh, I it feel, totally I is. I feel some sort of way. It totally is. I mean, listen, I bought Captain Cho Treasure Tracker yesterday, forty bucks, no problem. Got got the beautiful case for it and all that stuff, physical copy because I don't do the digital only. I still do the besides the Mega Man. Yeah, well, fuck that. <laughs> uh, and then and the next Mega Man X is coming out this week yeah. too, so I'm gonna get so screwed another on big that game again. coming out. Get screwed on that seven legacy collections. <laughs> um, anyway, I you know, but then I'm like, okay, cool. I want to get Flint Hook. All right, so there's 10, 10, 15 bucks on Flint Hook. All right, cool. And then, uh, oh, this came out. Awesome. I want to get that Hollow Knight, 15, 20 bucks, whatever it was. Miles and Kilo, eight bucks. Cool. It adds up over time. And then Bomb Chicken comes out yesterday. And I didn't realize this. And Bomb Chicken was the game from the Nintendo, the Indie Direct that we had a couple months ago, where I was like, that's the only game I give a shit besides The Messenger. And in Bomb Chicken, boom, Bomb Chicken's banging. You're a little <laughs> fat chicken and you can't jump. You lay eggs that are bombs and that's how you jump up is you lay them as much as you can and use that the platform. Oh, wow. It's sick. Yeah, it's a really cool different. idea. That's and different. you kill enemies by kicking the bombs at them and, bo- and bosses and stuff. And I'm like, that's really different. It's something that I'm, I want to play. Yeah. I'd probably beat it in three, four hours max. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at any reviews yet, but like, I didn't buy it because I want to wait to get to all my other shit. Yeah. So you're already backlogged ten dude, games. Can at you least. imagine the backlog yeah. of people at twenty, I mean, thirty games I mean, a week? I mean, Greg, I you know re- obviously beat the the third Uncharted. Like, I'm yeah. still on the fourth one, and I'm yeah. only on mission. I think twelve or thirteen. Like, yeah. it's, going back to work probably hindered your play oh, style. Dude, a and it's bit. tough. Like, the one board took me like an hour to beat. Yeah. So <laughs> it's 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 not as like quick as it I was with the first three. Uh, this is a 
actually direct quote from Nintendo during a meeting. Um, it was a shareholder meeting, and a shareholder had asked, indie games have become a hot topic recently. As games made by small-scale small developers around the world with relatively low development costs, how will Nintendo integrate these kinds of games into its future business strategy? That's a very boilerplate yeah. kind of question for a shareholder meeting because they've already done so much of that. Yeah. Uh, the, like Switch, every meeting. <laughs> the Switch is a hotbed for indie games, don't get me wrong. But... Um, the answer was, um, this was a Nintendo senior executive officer, Susumu uh, Tanaka. Uh, he said, we are actively engaging with indie developers at video game focus shows and other events in different regions. Some of the indie games already released have gone on to become million sellers. In the future, we are looking to release around 20 to 30 indie games on the Nintendo Switch per week and definitely expect to see some more great games among them, uh, end quote. So, I mean, that's coming from an a friggin' executive yeah. at Nintendo who's saying that this isn't just some internet rampant rumor. So, you know, it could happen. I just think that for the ecosystem, I'm good with 10. Same here. Like, you're you're not... I don't think you're gonna know which one to choose. Like, you may miss one that's so banging, but you don't know about it because there's a gazillion games to choose from. Let's think about, real quick, before we wrap this conversation up, let's think about Steam, right? The online yeah. store yeah. for PC games that... Hundreds of games get oh, yeah. released on every single week. And there's week. deals every weekend. And But there's also shit, right? There's also games that just make it on just to get a buck and see you later. Yeah. They're not even at, even resembling a video game. I don't want that to become the Switch, like the dumping you, ground for people's yeah. trash. I want good quality, solid you, titles on the you, Switch. You don't want it to lose this. You want to keep the standards high for Ex- it. That's yeah. exactly right. And if my standards are kept to Nintendo's seal of quality, dude, like Nintendo is the greatest video game developer and manufacturer, publisher, whatever, in the world. They have you, the best yeah, exclusive. You, you are biased. No, you love Nintendo. They, they just are, yeah. though. They have the best first-party titles. PlayStation is right there. Mm. They're just not there. Their legacy just doesn't stack up to Nintendo's. Xbox isn't even on the map right now. <laughs> They're just not. Microsoft, get your shit. they bought five studios. They'll be fine. Those legacy titles that we love and play, Donkey Kong, Yoshi, Kirby, Mario, Metroid, Zelda. Sonic. Shit, Sonic, Sega. But like okay. the shit that you can't get anywhere else. You cannot play Mario on PlayStation. That is Nintendo's seal of quality. Since 1985, since they got into the NES space. Man, I don't want that to, to, and this is indie games. These are AAA games. Yeah. I don't think it's going to dwindle. I just want that. I want to go to my Switch. I want to find Bomb Chicken and I want to download Bomb Chicken. Yeah. I don't want super deluxe darts <laughs> for three bucks. I'll download it on my phone. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of mobile games <laughs> yeah. that are making its way to Switch that could just have stayed. I mean, I guess it's good that there's a lot of games to choose from, but it's just it's overpopulation. Yeah, I just don't want to overpopulate the Switch. Now, we do have, uh, speaking of indie games on the Switch, the game Miles and Kilo. I read the review for it last week. It's really freaking, freaking, freaking great. Uh, we're going to have Mick Waits, um, one of the people behind the game, on uh, next week of Four Horses Games. He is Four Horses Games, as a matter of fact. He is um, the Four Horses. The game was created by Michael Burns, but developed for the Switch um, all, by... Mick, so we're going to have Mick on the show next week, but he was kind enough to give me six free codes for this game, and we're going to announce the winners. We have, oh, I think I just got a DM from one of the winners. Uh, he is in North America. Okay, so we have officially uh, given out 
five of the six codes. I have to pull one more winner for Europe. But the five winners so far that we've announced for this contest are Shante Carlson. Congratulations. You're getting a North America code. Jan Locke, you are getting a North America code. Mark Hammond, you have won a European code for the game. Brett Hill, you have also won a European code for the game. And oddly enough... Of the Platformers podcast, Brian Barnett, you have won a North America code <laughs> That's for awesome. the game. Very um, cool. Yes. Uh, so the reason that is is because Chris Shriver bought the game. In all of my rampant yeah. marketing for this contest yeah. and game, he just decided to buy it. He was like, screw it. I ain't going to win it. I want to buy it's it. It's like seven, eight <laughs> bucks, and you got Kid Trip for free. So he mm. he wanted to do that before, There's a method before the madness. sale was yeah. over, right? So he does it. And then he was the first winner. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, no shit. I was like, dude, you won. Like, do you want the second code or are you, what are you going to do? He's like, I'll give it to Brian. So That's Brian cool. Barnett. Oh, what a platformers. guy. Now I do expect the platformers to do an extensive review yeah. of the game because Brian and Chris now would both have it. I'm looking forward to hearing that gentleman. Yes. And I fully expect it. I also fully expect that they are not listening to this show. <laughs> so, so that may never happen. Uh, this is just a reminder. Uh, Amazon Prime. Day is happening Monday. It's like Black Friday just for Amazon, but yeah. maybe even better. Yeah, it's like Cyber Monday before it's Cyber Monday. It's so sick. <laughs> and it's going on for 36 hours, yeah. not just 24. So it's going to go around I'm afraid 6 o'clock Tuesday. I probably won't go on Amazon just because I'm afraid of what I'd buy. <laughs> we have a friend who works at Amazon, and he's like... Fuck this. <laughs> I can't get off. I'm, I was going to say, yeah. I'm going to try to call out tomorrow. Yeah, I can't get off. Or Monday. I, I can't imagine how busy he's going to be. He already works an overnight shift, so it's going to probably be double down uh, for the old T-bone. But, uh, dude. I feel bad for the mailman that have to deliver all that. Uh, Again, I have the ni- Steve, my mailman, is the nicest guy. Remember Lee? Of course. Growing I can remember Lee. Dude, Lee was the man. Yeah. Um, I know that Amazon has like their own drivers too, so I wonder yeah. if they're going oh, they they to employ that. They're going to get have a to. lot of that because there's a lot of prime they, stuff. Because you know, they, they, I think they, I guess they opened something close to Philly, so now there's items that I can get in like two hours or less. That's it, sick. I was like, well, what? oh yeah, we 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 talked yeah. about that. That started in like but Chicago. It, yeah, I but think. it's not. It's only certain areas. But I was yeah. like, oh no, don't tell me that. And I was like, turn off my computer. Like, stop, get away from me. That's sick. Amazon is like the greatest. Excuse me. They're literally oh, gay. The greatest thing ever. They're like, you know, you want groceries? Here's our market. Here, take 50 off. I was like, no, stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, Prime Day is like a ton of sales. There's flash sales. There's lightning sales. But then there's sales that last the entire yeah. thing. So if you're looking for like laptops, Anything. TVs, games, Blu-rays fun, are awesome. Fun fact, I believe it was a couple years ago where that's how I got my big two big, my LGs, the 50-inch and the, the 42-inch. On Amazon. That's cool, yeah. LG, baby. Life's good. I am probably going to end up with some Blu-rays that I never wanted. Um, oh, I'm sure. I do it every time. Yeah, that, that, your double stack of movies, it's going to tip over anytime soon. Yeah, I got four down there. I got rows of movies behind these movies in these boxes. And then two One stacks One day you should count. Like, I mean, you have real... If you count yours, I'll count mine. I, I tra- Not to compare no, dick I know, sizes. I, you got I, a bigger collection no, than I I know. Do, I traded in a lot of stuff. I Because when I was out of work, disability, sure, sure, screw sure. me, whatever. But... There's this band called In Flames, and their lead singer, I forget his name, but one of his quotes is like, whoever has, like, before you die, whoever has the most DVDs, Blu-rays wins. Like, that was his <laughs> quote. He's like, my collection is stupid. I, yeah. And I saw, like, a picture. I was like, oh, he's got us beat. What would you? I don't, dude, I don't know, 500? Just to, just a stab in the dark, I'd say 500. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That puts my life into perspective. <laughs> I I had a lot. I, I definitely dwindled down all the stuff. I'm like, ah, I see this or this is on Netflix or something like that. I keep it. 
because I treated my shit so bad when I was a kid. I had a bigger, I had just yeah, as big of a I remember a the stacks of CDs you had in your old Alero. Uh, it's just, oh my god, dude, my trunk could have fucking... Every time I was in your car, I was like, oh my god, there's probably a dead rat in here. <laughs> a family could have lived in there comfortably in that so car. Uh, all the shit I had, you could sustain life on another planet in that car. And uh, yeah, I I don't want to know. So I think now I'm just gonna stay away from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, because that's that was I, I won't be on Monday. That brought it to to life. For it me, made it so real. <laughs> I appreciate that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, also, there's like a really cool thing that you can do with Instagram stories now that you can like ask questions and like everyone's freaking doing it. Yeah. Oh wow, we just got a follow up question too just I, now. I wasn't gonna do it, but then like you look at your story, it's like everyone's doing. It. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. You know, people are always, you know, want to find out stuff. We're going to do, I, I said, leave us questions and we're going to do them live on the air. Um, and I have four of them now. I'm gonna, I don't remember my answer to the fifth one, but I know the question. There was a fifth one. The first one we ever got was, would you rather fight a dinosaur-sized Sam or <laughs> 10 Sam-sized dinosaurs? And I said, I would rather fight a dinosaur-sized Sam as long as it was as long as if it was the, uh, the mini ones, the mini dinosaurs. I can't I forget what they're called. The custom—they're like, three feet tall, yeah, the size of a chicken. Yeah, and like I think there might even be a smidge smaller than that. Like I think that was in Jurassic Park three. Them like little ones that were nipping at the kid. Like yeah. that's them. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I wanted to yeah. be. I was cracking up. That was funny. So then we got another question um, from Kelly. She says, "If you could have dinner with any famous person, dead or alive, who would it be?" I said Freddie Mercury. You said Jim Morrison, and that's. I mean, two people like two of the best. I'd think you know rock bands of all time. Like they're definitely in the conversation. Yeah, and is it is it weird that when I hear the words famous person, I automatically go to musician? I never thought like, of like actor. I never went to actor. Yeah, either. Or not. I could I be like you know, someone could, could be like Marlon Brando. You know, you don't know. Yeah, and like now that I think about it, I probably still pick Freddie. No, I'm still Morrison, I'd but like 100. percent I no probably question. should have expanded my horizons there. Nah, musician know. sets it done. Uh, probably, maybe Margot Robbie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's maybe, a little, maybe I could just say I went on a date with Margot yeah, Robbie. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Keep, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. <laughs> you never know. Uh, then we got two questions. Um, I just saw the follow up now and didn't have a chance to post it to our story. But the first question was: If you were able to mash up any two video games without restriction, what would they be? So while I answer that. I want you to think mm-hmm. because that's a tough question, yeah. tougher than I thought. I originally wanted Marvel vs. Capcom and Smash just so I could have Nintendo characters in a real yeah, fighting that, that's game. That's actually a good idea. I went with Super Mario All Stars, so the Nintendo Super Nintendo version, but po- mixed with Pokemon Blue. I want to platform through Kanto, and I want the enemies that I bop on and stuff yeah. to be Pokemon. I would love to like jump on a Rattata. Instead of a Goomba. Yeah. That'd be okay. fun. Yeah. And to go and Charizard is the boss instead of Bowser. And he spits fire. Okay. I can, so I, that's I, why I I'd that. love to mash those two games up. The ultimate platform would be Pokemon Mario Edition or some shit. Oh, shit. Damn, I didn't even think of that. That's actually a good idea. I got I got it creative with it. It was 12 o'clock at night. I what the hell am I? I can, like, just, what the hell would be an awesome mix? For you? Um, I have I have one. That you might like. Hit me with it. Um, twisted Metal. That, dude, that's... I was thinking, I'm like, Twisted... What would be good with Twisted Metal? Uh, I would say for you, it'd be funny as shit to see Crash Bandicoot. And Twisted <laughs> and Metal. shit up. That would be um, funny. Or... Or like... Devil May Cry. I was thinking like uh, like almost like a... Um, that was that the DC one that came out. The fighting one. Injustice? In, like Injustice... 
like mix with Mario Kart and like have like all like you have like a, the Batmobile and the Flash has like some kind of speed car and you know something like that and they all just battle each other for racing. So back, I think it was the PlayStation Two or maybe PlayStation Three. I think it was like Mortal Kombat Alliance. It was one of the Mortal Kombat games. They actually did that. They had a Mario. Uh, uh, they had a Mortal Kombat Kart racer that was hidden in the game. Oh, that's you, awesome! You could unlock it and do fatalities driving around and shit. That would it be was, sweet. It was baller. That would be cool. Yeah, it was baller. Then he sent us a follow up question about an hour ago. I haven't looked at it until right now, so I'm going to be put on the spot. Follow up. Uh, what would Mario's evolution look like, and what would be his strengths and weaknesses? Well, he would first evolve to Luigi because Luigi is superior in every single way. He, then like, they, would, I, I would say like Wario. He would then, well, yeah, I mean, for you, yeah. I, I just like yeah. Luigi. I don't like Mario, yeah. so get me out of Mario. <laughs> and then the final evolution would be Waluigi because Waluigi is the king of Nintendo and should be the most respected. He's purple, so he's a psychic type, and his weakness would be video game developers because they never put him in shit. <laughs> That's that's good. <laughs> he's in fifty games, never had his own. So I'm thinking like he's not even in Smash. As a Mario goes to to Wario. Yep. Wario kind of goes to some like four armed br- browser. Uh, Bowser. Bowser. Like something like that. And yeah. what was his weakness? Well, I guess he's he, a fire type. Yeah, right. So water. So water. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. <laughs> question. I just saw like Goro come out of here with four arms. That'd be fun as shit. I'd love that. That'd be really cool. And then our last question was actually from Alex of the band Beta Camp. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah, we had Beta Camp on the show. Um Back in October, I think it was. They were our second ever bonus episode. Um, I listened to it now, and I'm say I, I apologize to yeah. them for the quality of the audio. <laughs> we were uh, just starting. <clears throat> we were just starting doing bonus episodes. Yeah. We had no idea what we were doing. 24 episodes or 24 interviews later, we still don't, um, <laughs> but we are a little better. And uh, would love to have you guys back on the show for a redux. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, of course. Uh, now that we've learned a thing or two yes. on how to do Skype calls and and uh, phone call interviews and stuff, but. Um, Alex from Beta Camp, thank you so much. He then DM'd me on the back end and said, like, hey, should I just tune in and listen for what you're going to say? I'm like, nah, dude, I'll tell you right yeah. now, man. He said, would you rather get rid of Harry Potter or the Lord of the Rings franchise? For me, it was easy. I hate Harry Potter. He's fucking out. Yeah. Plus, would, I've never seen Lord of the Rings all the way through, so I, I can't say, make the judgment. I would say Harry Potter, too, just because how much I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He says the same thing. Yeah. He said he would get rid of Harry Potter yeah. as well. Which and, is and hey, hey, I read all the Harry Potter books. I, I love the books. The movies were great. But Lord of the Rings, I don't know. Peter Jackson just... This did too good for me. Yeah, well, there is all the stories and questions that people ask. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for shooting those, those questions. I love to do a recurring segment of that every single week. Yeah, that would be that awesome. That would be a lot of fun. So expect in our story that we're going to be asking for questions. Sam, feel free to do the same when your yeah. personal story, if you want. I know that the questions are geared to you because it's yeah. your thing, but do that all you want. I could care less. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, but we will be right back after this word from our ESO Network partner. Did you know the ESO Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free, as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. And we're back with the movie section, and man, we got a ton 
of reviews to read today in all facets gaming tv we got i think maybe even comic book reviews and shit we got a music review we got a lot of things to review today here are uh we're gonna start off with hotel transylvania 3 uh summer vacation this is the IGN review. Of and Hotel this is the one where I think after the second one, originally, I think Adam Sandler said he was done, blah, blah, blah. When they throw enough money at you, here's a third one. The jokes are funnier than ever. But with each successive Hotel Transylvania, the audience is expected to be more invested with these characters. And many artificial aspects of their world have simply become a distraction. Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation is mostly funny. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what? 5.0? 7.6. Oh my god! I know that does not correlate. I'm baffled to me. That <laughs> and does, I read that it wasn't even that great. Yeah, that to me does not correlate. Oh shit! <clears throat> we also have <clears throat> a review of Skyscraper. Talked a lot about this oh. movie being The Rock's, the Rock's chance yeah. to take a new franchise, not an existing IP, put it on its back, and see if it can do well. Um, people are, are talking about it on Twitter a little bit, which is nice to see, but. Living up to the legacy of Die Hard is a tall order, and Skyscraper never reaches those heights. But it's a gigantic and silly blockbuster matinee of a movie with likable performance, absurd action sequences, and a heck of a lot of duct tape. Dwayne Johnson and Nev Campbell star in this big, dumb, and extremely entertaining riff on Die Hard and Towering Inferno. 5.5. 8.1. What the <clears throat> Great, because I like I know on Rotten Tomatoes they had like a fifty percent, so I figured it was somewhere in the middle. Eight point one, great. So it's a cheese movie, and I think that's what people are looking for. Unbelievable. Right now. You know, I think it's a cheese movie that's better than Rampage, yeah. but not as good as Jumanji to people. That's where it's going to fall. It's yeah, going to fall I, right I, in the middle. Jumanji surprised me. That was funny. Rampage it was garbage. Just watch the last fifteen minute big monster fight. You'll be fine. I still have just zero interest in no. I, I don't blame in you. Rampage. It's not going to do it for me. Yeah. I'm trying to find uh, the next one. Here it is. Uh, this is going to be for Mission Impossible Fallout. I'm sure you're going to see that probably day one or day two. Probably is opening it, weekend. Is that next week? It's. I believe it's on our upcoming list. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's we'll next our week. Upcoming yeah. list. Mission Impossible Fallout set pieces still pack plenty of punch and give the viewer their money's worth. But. But the film seems to acknowledge that we've all been down this road many times before. It's never quite, it never quite improves upon or distinguishes itself from previous entries in the decade old franchise. But seeing Tom Cruise perform the impossible still entertains. Mission Impossible is a fun but very familiar entry in the long running franchise. 7.5. 7.7. Nice job. You're back on track. We're not looking for Sam to get these 100% yeah, just get right. Me people. Close. Just get him it in the ball. It looks awesome, dude. Superman's in it. Come on. A mustache. Oh, yeah, Henry Cavill with his mustache yes, is in it. Yeah, the contractually He's obligated the assassin. mustache. The most infamous mustache in superhero yeah. history. Uh, Henry Cavill. I wish mustache. they just kept his mustache. My Hero <laughs> Academia, uh, Two Heroes. This is a movie, but it's an anime film, but it is still a film. Is fun, but lacks interesting stakes and doesn't build of the world of My Hero Academia outside of showing off some neat gadgets. It's also a little bogged down by having the burden of reintroducing My Hero Academia basics to it and its villain that is not really that interesting. Two Heroes does feature some short but great character moments that capitalize on rapport built in the manga and anime, and these often make for the most memorable parts of Two Heroes. With the introductory scene with the all... Uh, with All Might may have set too high of a standard for the rest of the film, it's still an enjoyable side story with a great fight to cap it off. 7.0. 
7.7. Again, mm. too straight. Damn. Damn. And, uh, and, and, were you a My Hero no, friend? It's funny because when it first came out, every, I was like, ah, maybe. And then everyone was like, oh my God, it's so good. I just kept pushing it off, pushing it off. Yeah. So I was at Toby's a couple days ago and he was on, I think, like episode 10 or something. Of the actual show. Yeah, of the, of the show I'm watching. Like, you know, like I'm laughing. There was some funny parts and there's some great action. I was like, okay, I could see why people are into this show and. It's a shonen jump. It's a like a fight. It's 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 definitely an anime. Like it is fighting. Um, I only watched that one episode, so I don't know like how it starts. I just know the one guy was like the hero killer. He just like goes kills all the heroes that are out there. So it was it, that episode was at least interesting. So I think I'm gonna add this to my list of the next anime I watch. Cool. Yeah. Nico also anim- uh, did a review for us on WePodcastOrNoThings.com of I think it's called like Tanya, the season of. The evil or something—I can't remember. What I gotta it was. read it. It's about a person who, a woman who, like, meets the Reaper and they become a badass. And, <laughs> and they have to, like fight in the military or something crazy, something crazy like that. It was a fun thing to edit. <laughs> Going through it, I'm like, God damn, this sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joaquin Phoenix does finalize his deal for the Joker film that will start shooting in September. Uh, reportedly it's like a low budget film, which in, to my opinion, in my opinion, could be a good thing. I don't need a triple a blockbuster. No, I, I want a dark, no, gritty, not I, a lot of characters. Give me the Joker. I agree a hundred percent. I just, again, we don't need this Joker backstory. Keep him mysterious. You're taking the fun out of the Joker. What's the Joker's real name? Do we you know? don't know. We don't That's know. the yeah. best part. You don't know. And, I, I like Joaquin Phoenix. He's a good actor. Do you see all the, like the photos around the internet? Yeah, that people I are already putting like I, makeup on. Yeah, him? so it's like I think False Logic. He's one of the guys in Instagram that always does like a, a super like awesome cut of actors in like the suit or whatever. But I'm I'm going to say it regardless. But I there's just I don't know why DC. Why you have fucking four Joker movies like lined up? I don't care about him. I don't care if this is part or not part of the DC. We don't even need it. Mm-hmm. Pick a different character. There's so much to choose from, and you keep picking the Joker. We know Forbes did say that he doesn't, or they they don't really think, or uh, reportedly they don't think that that Suicide Squad Jared Leto Joker movie is even going to happen. So they could be cutting it down. But I think your point is, you just don't want any more Joker just, right now, like at all. Let him breathe a little bit. There's so many more villains that we've never even seen. We saw like three or four different versions of the Joker. Move, pe- let him, let him sit. Like he's okay for a while. Go to someone else and come back to him. Don't you think they're doing it for cash? Uh, probably, but because he's stupid. the most well-known well, that's villain just, ever. There's more villains that are even like just as well-known. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch the animated series, you know Batman's got a hell of a rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. Pick somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mister Freeze, as much as we'd love to see that, because I think he was our number one for both of us. That's the on our Batman be. villains list. I don't think he would draw the money though that Joker if, does, and they need money if to you base him stake off, the rest of their movies going forward. If you base him off the animated series and his updated like new arc rather than the goofy original, talking about Mister Freeze, exactly. Yeah. Like I think if you have put more of a heart, like Heart of Ice is one of the best episodes of the Batman animated series. There's actually heart behind. There's meaning to why Mister Freeze is doing what he's doing. The Joker, just the freaking Joker, he does it because he's a nut job. We just saw that in Suicide Squad. We have Heath Ledger. Let it rest for a little bit. Pick somebody else. I'm still going to see this movie. Obviously, keep it low budget, but... You, you, so you do think I'm low budget gr- is the way to go? Yeah, of course. Why would you want to have a $200 million budget on just the Joker? Yep. And then it's like, okay, if you have the Joker, you need kind of Batman to have a Joker movie, unless you're going to just follow completely Joker before he's even the Joker. Mm-hmm. But then you have to give him a name. I don't even want to have a name. I don't even want to have... If it's Joe Chill, Joe Schmo, I don't want no name. <laughs> Joe Chill is Mr. No, Joe, that, Mr. That's, Mr. Freeze. Well, that's literally Joe. the guy that yeah. kills parents. I, I don't... Uh... 
I, I never want to know his name. I never want to, you know. It's the mystery. Yeah. I, I like, I saw the killing joke, you know, so I know. I think we all know There's the backstory. The, that's the origin. We, we know it. So It came out, what, last year, two years ago? It's, we have it. Yeah, it came out in 16. So to put that on the film with Joaquin, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is good, but he's got so much to live up to. It's a lot of pressure on this yeah, role. Yeah, it's a lot it's of a pressure. a lot of pressure on this role. I mean, again, I'm sure we're all going to see it, but it's just a thing that I'm pretty sure I speak with like 85% of the world, but we don't need this movie. Now, even though we don't need it, we're getting it. Would you prefer 13 or R? Does it have to be an R-rated film uh, to succeed? No, nah, I would say it could be PG-13. You think so? Know. You yeah. think it could still kind of get the point it's yeah. going for? I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be dark and gritty and violent. I'm thinking it's probably going to be I an mean, R. But if you have that, you're you're canceling out half the audience. Of you all think the, half? Is that the, I, I would the say a lot, a lot of kids. Like I don't know, a lot of kids know Batman and the Joker. A lot mm-hmm. of kids are going to want to see it. It's rated R. They're pissed. They can't say it. We did get our first look at Shazam uh, on set. You posted that to our uh, Facebook <laughs> yep. at We Podcast. We know things. If you haven't seen the photo yet, go over to the Facebook page. We'll see that. And we've also learned that The Rock will not be cameo cameoing yeah. as Black Adam in the film. I think they even mentioned that before that he yeah. wasn't going to get introduced in this movie. In due time, you're like even The Rock said he goes, "I'm still coming. It's coming, just yeah. not in Shazam," which I'm okay with. Sure. You know, build it up a little bit. Show it. You know, show a story. Yeah. I thought, um, what's his name? Guy plays Shazam. I see his face. Levi. Mm-hmm. Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. I thought he looked awesome as this suit. They they took it right from the comics. He has like that little mid cape, not the full flowing Batman cape. The colors look. And he was what? Drinking a big gulp? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited for this film. Because he, remember, he's a kid in a grown up body. Yep. I look at this a lot like Ant Man, a lot like Doctor Strange, where they're introducing a new character into the universe yeah. that not a lot of people know. The casual fan. I think all the comic book readers and of you, course, and they, we, we know, know who Shazam, Shazam is. is. But I think, like, and maybe the people from the 90s that saw Shaq's Shazam, um, that's all there. But the casual Ain't that person. Kazam? It was Kazam, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was Kazam. And it was Steel. They did Steel. That was the other yep. comic book. Which what is a DC character, yeah. by the way, Steel. Um, I think uh, that, that Shazam may be known from that. But um, this movie could still do really well. This movie could still – because Zachary Levi, Levi is a good actor. I still have to see that show, Chuck. I hear it's nothing it's but a, good things yep, about it. It's got a good premise behind it. I love the idea of the Shazam character, yeah. like you said – a kid in a grown-up body. It's almost like a little Freaky Friday, but a little superhero yeah. action. That's that. That's right up my yeah. alley. <clears throat> it has to hit some tones that DC films haven't hit yet, but it's got a chance to redeem itself. And I think it's got a good and, shot here. And originally, when Zachary Levi was cast, I was like, "Oh, is he big enough? Like, you know, because he's a muscular shit." And Levi, I remember for like just when the Chuck show was on, I just remember seeing like he was like a skinny guy. Mm-hmm. But you could tell by this, like the costume, he bulked up for the role. He's got the comedy chops for it. I think it's going to be a good film. Yeah, um, I don't want to butcher this name. I'm, I'm going to. So Demon Hansu. Yeah, did, I, I called him Digimon because it's D J I M O N. I don't think it's Digimon. So it's, it's definitely not. But he's this guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I know exactly who he is. He was in Blood Diamond with DiCaprio. He was in the opening scene of Guardians for out there since this is an audio podcast. Uh, the gentleman who was chasing Star-Lord in the very opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the first one, he is now making the crossover, um, the latest person to crossover from MCU and DCEU as he has been cast in The Wizard as Shazam. He played Karath the Pursuer in yeah. Guardians and will, by the way, reprise that role in, Ca- in Captain Marvel. That's awesome because so yeah, be obviously he didn't he didn't die in the first one. Yeah. I think that's actually a good casting for The Wizard because The Wizard is who gives Shazam his powers. Yeah. And that listen, he's actually really good. No, he, he was in this other fighting movie 
Never, never back, never back down. Mm-hmm. He was the one guy training the guy. Yeah, he's just, actually a really just good actor. I can't pronounce his name does not mean. No, he's I, a really I, he's good in actor. a lot of movies. He is he's a really actually good, good actor. actor. We actually got a new look at Venom as well. Um, so I said to you, "Wow, they're spoiling the whole movie, oh, dude." I both I, scenes. I thought that was one of the funniest things. Um, I, I did think his new picture. He looks so much better than the first look we had. A little glossier. Yeah, it's got the yeah. eye that kind of <clears> curls like, in. Obviously, everyone on Instagram was kind of like comparing like him as look in the comic and like how his new look. I definitely think it's a huge improvement. He looks better. I have a little more hope. But once you said, "Great," they just showed you the two times we see him in the movie. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> the trailer and then the screenshot. I'm still hoping that we see him more than five minutes because if we only see him five minutes in the movie, that is a letdown. Six minutes. Like it's it's a letdown, dude. If this movie's an hour and forty five minutes, and the le- an hour forty, the and first time I see a full Venom, I'm going to be a little upset. If you if have an hour forty five, if you get twenty minutes of Venom, you satisfied or no? No, I, I need more than that. You have to thirty. You have to give me no, not even thirty. Just give me like give me like twenty twenty five. When when do you need him to be introduced into the movie? By first hour. Okay. There, now we're first talking. hour. If I get Venom Jesus. in the first hour, he gets sick maybe forty minutes in, and you see his progression when he gets worse, and then you know when he's on the bike, you see. Ooh, if you get sick forty minutes in, I'm out. I can't do just a Tom Hardy thriller for forty minutes. He got to get sick twenty. Early, 20. okay. Give me that symbiote twenty. Give me like the little shakes, the I'm little just thing like they, that. They still have to set up of how they got the symbiote, how it's getting transferred, why, why, what it's for, what it was their plan for. But they have to show you that first. Yeah. Kate Shortland uh, will direct the Black Widow film. Sixty-five directors brought in for this project. They have landed on Kate Shortland. She did Lore previously, um, and the movie will be set before the first Avengers movie, which tells me she's going back to red hair. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I mean, that kind of sucks because I kind of wanted to see what she did, like, building up to this, not, like, before Avengers. So it's just, like, you're kind of taking me out of the, the hype mode of... <laughs> what do you mean? That, isn't, that the same, isn't that what you're getting? No, what? no. Well, if she, she said they're taking you back to the first Avenger. Before. Or the or first Avengers. Before that. Before the first Avengers. Yeah, when she's tied up in the first Avengers movie. You're getting her I mean, I, I before that. I think I would have been hyped for that a couple years ago. I feel uh-huh. like they're a little late on this one. Where would you have wanted it set? I would, I would have like I would have liked before like we hadn't before Infinity War before we kind of knew everyone's fate uh-huh. like I would even say after the first like right after the first one came out okay bam that's when you should have jumped on it okay I feel like they waited a little bit too long but I'm still going to see the movie regardless but mm. I don't know I just wanted to see more like what was she doing in between what was she doing after um Civil War and Infinity War what was going on there mm-hmm. so Did she had some weird romance with. Hulk, something like Bruce you, you, you and kiss then, Cap, and like yeah. you know, I wanted to see what she did there, yeah. but whatever. Ant Man pushes the MCU past seventeen billion dollars. So Ant Man and the Wasp is the film that gets uh, the MCU past the seventeen billion dollar mark. It opened at number one. That's something that all twenty yeah. yep. MCU films have done. That's, now you know where I got my yeah. question. I mean, seventeen billion—that is freaking impressive. I watched a uh, one of my favorite YouTubers is called Stop Skeletons from Fighting. Does a really cool bunch of retrospectives on games, but then ties it into other media. And he did one on the Marvel versus Capcom series and yeah. the history of it. And he started off by doing the history of Marvel and how they had to purchase this and sold this, and they were bankrupt yeah. and sold it for four billion. And he went through the whole thing, and I was like super impressed at. Number one, the way it was done, but then he talked. He talked about all the licensing and how they licensed the X Men video game to here and the, the TV series to here and the movie to here. Anything just to like get money all keep, over keep the, the place. lights on. But now they sold. They got they got four billion dollars from Disney in this deal. Yeah. Now the MCU has made seventeen billion. That's a four times investment for Disney on their. Inv- that's oh God. Four times return on investment. And point four point. 
like two. That's and, actually a huge and number. Considering what Infinity War did, Ant Man's still climbing, and that number's just going to keep going up. Infinity War next year, Captain Marvel. Yep. Um, that's it for Phase Three, isn't it? Phase the, 4 yeah, is going to get kicked off with Infinity War. Is it? Is that the Phase 4? I think is. it's going to be Phase 4. It's going to be the end of Phase 3. It's going to I mean, kick off Phase 4. Again, they're filming Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah, Spider-Man. What's it called? Homesick? No. Far Away From far, Home. Far From Home. Far From Home. Shit. Yeah. What, what else is it? Guardians 3. Guardians 3. Or, but that's 2020. I think yeah. you said it was coming out. Yeah. But they have plans up until, I think, 2024 with movies. So yeah. there's going to be plenty. Yeah, and I'm I I I'm looking forward to introducing ourselves to new characters. Of too. course. I'm totally not sick of the MCU as it stands. I'm totally cool with everybody, but Infinity War Part 2 as I think it's going to be Infinity Gauntlet is going to wipe away some characters that we've known and, and love and start and start fresh. And we're going to start I'm sure fresh. some people are still going to stick oh around. Yeah, these Thanos isn't going to kill everyone. Cuz Chris Hemsworth has stated, if you guys want me in more films, I'm staying. Thor's probably going to be... Because that was his... Dude, from between Ragnarok and what he did in the that first one. That was his coming out party as, as Thor. I've heard from quite a few people that were like, I never really you know, gave a shit about Thor. The first two movies were blah. But then after like Infinity War and Ragnarok and this, they were like, oh shit. Now I just hopped he on the Thor train. Yeah, he yeah. could be the face of it. I think that's like a big reason of why they gave him a haircut. I know that's probably thinking too much into it. But the long oh, hair was Thor new. wasn't was, for was, everybody. Something new. This like clean cut. Shout Thor. out to Kevin Smith. Yeah, right. Uh, I think that that's definitely going to Thor is probably going to be the main uh, MCU, like the face of the MCU moving forward for a couple years. But we'll kind of move on from that. Infinity War is out on Blu-ray August fourteenth and digitally on July thirty-first. So August fourteenth, mark your calendar. These turnarounds are getting are coming fast. That's it's, awesome. It's because, still in theaters because Deadpool two came out in theaters two weeks later, yep. but it's coming out on Blu-ray only one week later. Eight twenty-one on Blu-ray, eight seven digitally. Um, I'm picking both up. Oh my god, day to. one, the biggest, most deluxe editions I can po- possibly get. I know Deadpool has some like super duper something editions and yeah. it's all censored out edition that will have 15 minutes of additional film so i'm awesome. looking forward so, to that. That, so now it'll be an over two hour movie yeah and i'm looking forward to that so i'm, I'm sure they they cut some scenes that were probably too gory and maybe too much i think cursing. they cut some vanessa stuff too i'm sure that oh, as true. long as they didn't put like the jt miller stuff back in like the stuff that they took out i thought that that i still think that you the mean baby, tj tj miller what i said jt i keep saying that he's a hockey player um, Sorry, Gra- I thought you were about Justin Timberlake from NSYNC earlier, but he's saying it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like the baby legs part, and I like, but like you could tell that they reshot some of that to after the TJ stuff came out, uh, whether I'm it's sure. true or not. Yeah, I'm but, sure. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the super duper whatever edition because that's going to be fun. There was also a story about Russell Crowe, and uh, he was apparently on Twitter. Yeah, well, offered to read for well, the role well, Rob, of Cable. Yeah, Rob Liefeld tweeted out, Russell Crowe, you should read. But, you know, this is before, you know, um, uh, Josh Brolin was cast. Yeah. He was like, hey, you should read for the role. And I guess he got offended because they said, Russell, don't read for any roles. He just gets offered. But Rob don't know. He just, Yo, and he was just no, kind of saying like. It's the most pompous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and f- f- no, fuck that. Dude. Well, I mean, and he was just kind of saying like. Basically, that was almost like a compliment. Like Russell, I love you as an actor. Yep. You should read for us because I think you're part. Like you'd be a good role for it. And he got offended. I was like, "That's some uh, petty and shit." Then, and then he got in trouble. Like I guess Fox called him. Called like, "Yo, dude, what are you doing?" You know, he don't. I said, "Dude, I'm a human. He's a human." Like I wanted. Like I, I thought he'd be great for the role. I didn't mean. Obviously, he didn't mean no disrespect. Yeah, Rob, he loves him as an actor. He always sings his praises. Rob Liefeld's like, yeah, maybe somebody from Fox called me and yelled at me for an hour. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, oh, come on, like that's just like stupid. Just be like. He was interested in you, in you in the film. Yeah. You're gonna take. Oh, I've been an actor for thirty years. I don't read. 
Grow up. That's what I mean, man. Like, Count Dracula. Like, Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. I, I hate that shit. Like, that's so pompous and petty yeah. of you. I don't read for I mean, roles. it's like, I understand you're Russell Crowe. You're a great actor. But... You're just an actor, dude. Like, you're just an actor. I'm sorry. You're not the king of the world. You, I don't read for rules. That just totally made me... That made a bad taste It made in your a mouth. really yeah. bad taste of Russell Crowe for me. And I'm sure he's not the only one. But I'm like, sure, but still. I don't no know. No offense, but like, who, 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 who the who, fuck who, are you? Like, who makes you think, like, oh, I don't read that. I get the role or I don't get the role. It's like, ah. All right, I, I whatever. Don't, yeah, who the fuck are you? You're an actor, dude. You, you're you an actor. Great. You might be a philanthropist. Great. You might be a charity involved in shit like that. You don't read for roles, you pompous asshole. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Like, that's seriously. Come on. You should be honored that the dude. I, I, maybe even Deadpool is not up your alley. And maybe you don't even know who Rob Liefeld is. And maybe because you're Russell Crowe, you don't like that stuff. But that's compl- And that's fine, dude. You don't have to. But to, to get offended and have your people call his people. Like, to, yeah, that this, has, like, that. this makes a new story that you got yeah. butthurt. Right. Seriously, dude, yeah. it's embarrassing for you because that's really petty stuff. Like you don't read for a role. Great, okay. I hope you never get cast in shit again. <laughs> um, there's going to be a spoiler right now, so this is for Star Wars Episode Nine. And generally, I wouldn't give a spoiler here because it's a casting, but I don't want to potentially spoil this for you. So hit the 15 second ahead button on your podcast app two different times, and you'll be good. Starting right now, Billy D. Williams is set to return for Episode Nine as Lando Calrissian. Awesome. Perfect. It's so awesome. Great. Can't wait. Can't friggin' wait. Have no idea how big of a cameo. I'm thinking smaller. Yeah, probably like a 10-minute speaking role. Yeah. Yeah. But damn it, dude. Super in. cool. I want him back. For not seeing him in years, we'll take him. Welcome back to everybody that hit that skip button. Uh, but Evan Rachel Wood and Sterling K. Brown have been cast in Frozen 2. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, hey, they're both they're good actress, good actor. I mean, I happen to, I had to sit through Frozen a few times with the, the nieces. I'm over it, but okay. It I had made, to sit it, through it, Frozen a couple of times with the girlfriend it, it back made, in the day. It made a boatload of money. It was only a matter of time, and I'm sure Kristen Bell is coming back and everybody. Oh, was. yeah. And, uh, when I first started dating Ash, I watched Frozen five, six, seven times. Oh, my No, I probably, I probably watched it about that, too. It is just. And, I mean, I, I was literally ready to let it go. It is just there. Yeah. And I'm very happy I sold those tickets finally. So, Dude, thank was goodness. Like, Yo, guys, I'm sorry for writing this post. <laughs> I had to apologize. Three yeah. times yeah. I had to ask somebody to buy my friggin' tickets. But someone but, bought it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, for one third of what I bought. Better than for, nothing. Well, some things are left <laughs> All right, we'll rip them off. Unsaid. Shatter and Dropkick are going to be the villains for the Bumblebee film. Shatter. Okay. That, it's, some, I don't think we've seen them before. I find it funny that John Cena's in this movie and one of the villains is Dropkick. That's very meta. Again, of the I think they thing. released like another little trailer. He's dude. He's in the trailer for one second. I love it. If you blinked, missed him. Pure Flix Entertainment has already has a film in the works about the Thai soccer team and the coach that was uh, rescued from the cave this week. Yeah, I and mean, thank God all the, um, the everyone kid, made it out alive except for the diver from the Thai Navy SEALs. One of the Navy SEALs, like that, that he is a, a legend. He deserves all like every the Medal of Honor, everything, because he was the one that was carrying their oxygen supply, mm-hmm. oxygen supply, and he made sure that everyone kind of got out. It was like a three hour underwater very very narrow cave they said it could yeah they, they it was a the rescue was over two days but they were obviously in there yeah. for almost two yeah. weeks um all the kids made it out alive obviously the Thank one God. diver who was doing the expedition before they even started the process trying to map out the yeah. caverns and to see uh, escape routes and stuff like that unfortunately he did drown um that was the only casualty so obviously very sorry for that loss, but we're going to get a film about that. It's going to be inspirational, of but course. man, I just wish they'd let this kind of stuff breathe. I, yeah, I mean, it is a fast. I think he was like already on Twitter, like 
Well, some some actor would act like David Spade or something was just kind of like, yeah, oh, here's the next movie. Like it was, but it would be a good. It's a good heartwarming story, obviously, besides the minds of the guy. But Shane, uh, Indiana Jones Five gets a new release date of July 9th, two thousand twenty-one. Oh, the day after his eighty-seventh birthday. Is it eighty-seven? No, I have no oh, idea. Okay. <laughs> but this dude, yeah. I I don't know what more he could do, man. It's gonna say, dude, he's kicking Stan Lee for a fucking dude, competition. Well, here. He's gonna be like. Out of the retirement home or something. Neil Blomkamp, who directed District yeah. 9, is going to be directing RoboCop Returns for MGM. I I did I did enjoy District 9. What, what He did something else that... Yeah, I can't remember. Elysium? It was Elysium, yeah. That was okay. That was, that was good. I liked what he was going for. The re- recent reboot of RoboCop, I think it was Joel Kent... 2014 and it sucked. It, I just thought, I mean, I did like Michael Keaton in that role mm-hmm. as like the bad guy, but I, it, it it didn't compare to me for the originals. I was still a sucker for the originals. My girl, shortly after the news that Carrie Russell, who we talked a lot about last week, yeah. uh, joined the cast of episode nine, she now is in talks to star in Guillermo del Toro's supernatural film Antlers at Fox Searchlight. So if you don't know who she is, brother... Uh, you're going to now because everybody's going to see Antlers. I don't know. It's going to Guillermo be- <laughs> makes some movies, man. Dude, and God makes- only knows what yeah, this is he about. Made, he makes some bangers, man. No. Didn't he do Pacific Rim? The first one? Yeah, he did the first one, not the second one. But And he did that, that like, fish movie. Yeah. Lady in... Or no, no. Not The Merman. Michael Shannon's in it. No, it won like a lot of best pictures. If you give me a hint, I just can't... We talked about it with Joe Rio. Yep. Um... Sorry. Mystic Water? Nope, no, not it. That's not it at all. And you're probably thinking Mystic River, and that's not it. That's not it either. Uh, Guillermo. I can't think of it. God damn it. It's like based in like World War Two or... God damn it. I got it, dude. I got it. We're right here. The Shape of Water. That, the Shape of Water. That's it. The Shape of Water. All right. Uh, there was a Goosebumps 2 trailer. It's fun. It's no, it, pretty it, fun. It, it did look fun. And I, mean, I kind of like, was kind of pissed that I missed seeing the first one. I got to go back and see the first one. I didn't one. see the first one. I think it's on Netflix. It was. I don't know it if it's be. still I'll, on I'll Netflix. Check home. But Jack Black was in that it's one. I mean, it's it's Stein. It's classic. It doesn't look like Jack Black's back for the second one. I think he was in the first one. Yeah, the first one he was in, but I think he was Arl Stein in the first one, wasn't oh, he? Oh, was he? I think. So. Okay. I don't know what I, happened yeah, to so. him. So maybe Arl Stein doesn't make it to the second yeah. one. I keep waiting Split. to see that mask. That was like the craziest goosebumps of all of them yeah. was the girl who had the mask and the mask takes her over. Yeah. Oh my God, there's freaking they have creepy. A lot of, they have a lot of good stories. I remember hanging out in Ronnie Hoover's basement as a kid and he would always put goosebumps on and wow. I'd be like, let's put on the big green, the soccer movie with Porter Ham from Sandlot as Holy the goalie. Shit. I want to watch the big green, not scary goosebumps. <laughs> but this is more like catered towards younger audiences. Yeah, easily. You know, 10, 13, maybe PG younger. Thir- but PG, PG-13. 13, yeah. Somewhere, like it's floating in between yeah. those two. You're going to have this one's the dummy, the creepy little dummy. He's in it all the time. Um, he's in the trailer all the time. Yeah. Freaking creepy little some bitch. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I won't see it in theaters if it if they are both on Netflix one day. And I'm like, hey, I need something to watch. Totally no. put it on. I have no objection to anybody that likes the Goosebumps movies. Uh, previously announced the Dragon Ball Super film that was. Um, I think it was coming in December in Japan. In Japan yep. It is now going to feature a revamped Broly and also come to U.S. theaters in January 2019. And it's 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 finally about. I think t- it's going to be dubbed too. Not it's a, yeah. It's about time that the time frame of the to get the like the the dubbed version like it's, it's usually it, it usually yeah. takes a year. It's so to month. get like a month turnaround is pretty fast. 
I'm glad to hear that Brawley's getting like that reboot because the first two Brawley movies were good. I enjoyed them. He's but, a big mother. Effort. But when they did Bio Brawley, it was absolute garbage. I don't know anything about Bio. That was like my least favorite DBZ film. It looks like that the long rumored new Mortal Kombat film, uh, that literally it's been years yeah. that this thing has been rumored, finally has some traction. There are now 17 official character bios for the film, according to the hashtag show, and that's not even the full list. They're going ham, dude. I looked at all the characters. They're not even yeah. from the, just the original MK. They got freaking, um, MK4. They got all cool stuff. I just want meat. Give me yeah. meat. He's just a man with no skin. I think what helped this series was after, obviously, the original two movies they did. They did Mortal Kombat Legacy. Yeah, that so, was an awesome series. And they think, I think Both it was series. like, yeah, I think it was two. Mm-hmm. I thought they were doing a three and like a movie was announced. So I guess after all that, maybe this is the movie. So about damn time we get another Mortal Kombat movie, freaking well overdue. Annihilation is a guilty pleasure of mine. It's terrible. I like, I like both. I don't care. I like the both. The first one is actually legitimately yeah. a good movie. Guru gets nut punched no, and falls off a cliff. What Johnny worse Cage? way to go? Yeah. What yeah. worse way to go the, than getting nut punched? When so Johnny Cage gets killed immediately in the second one? Is that immediately, the one yeah, that's a first. Immediately, because yeah. it's, it's also a different actor who, who plays Johnny Cage. Well, he does the split crotch punch. Yeah. Goro with two of his four hands covers his nuts, Ooh! and then he hanging onto the cliff by his yeah. three fingers, and he says, "Those were five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole!" And yeah. steps yeah. on his hand, and there you go, Goro. They worst were Oakleys, F- baby. Dude, nah, worst way to go. And then the second one immediately killed off. Yeah, pissed. I yeah. saw both. Of them I always like Johnny Cage. I saw both of them in theaters, and I like was young when yeah. they were coming out. They were early nineties, mid nineties. <laughs> and I was like, no, I was pissed. I was like, what the fuck? I want to see Johnny Cage. Yeah, I he like was Cage. probably the best part of the first movie. So that sucked, but whatever. The, that second one was all hot trash. I still only equate the dad from Dexter to Raiden because he okay, played yeah, Raiden in the second one. Even in Legacy, one thing that stands out: they had an awesome fight of Mister Freeze or uh, yeah, Sub Zero and uh, Scorpion. So look at me; I was still in DC. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, that's cool. Chadwick Boseman will star in 17 Bridges, which is a new action thriller from the Russo brothers. The production is going to start in September with no release date. He's got to cross 17 bridges in under two hours. Wow, he's attached to a bomb. He can't go below 55 mile per hour. Oh, speed. so it's speed. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. It's speed, yeah. but the Russo 17 Bridges. Glad to see he's finding other work besides Black Panther, even though he was in 17 Jack Bridges. He has to build 17 bridges for Tom it's, Cruise it's, on the bus that can't go below. It's a tie-in to 17 blocks. It's says tie-in to 16 candles. There's 17 blocks? No. Bruce Willis. 16 candles. And Mostep. Oh, that's, what's her name? Molly Ringwald. That's right. Yeah. And the weird redheaded yeah. kid. Come on, <laughs> I, remember, I remember that shit. Uh, Denai, uh, Denai Guerrera. Um, Guria, Guerrera, whatever. You know who it is. Walking it's Dead. Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. Um, and Black Panther. Okoye from Black Panther. Michonne and Walking Dead. She is, uh, in early talks to star in Godzilla versus Kong. She's a badass. I'm in. Oh, yeah, dude. Give, her, give really her a cool. sword in. That'd so. be a really cool casting. I'd be down with yeah. that. For the box office this week, our top 10 films. <clears throat> number 10, falling all the way from number 7, hanging barely onto the list, is Deadpool 2 at $1.6 million. Um, Notably off the list now, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Ooh. is out of the top 10. Hereditary is already out of the top 10, and uh, which already was last week, yeah. number 11. And Avengers fell from 12 to 15. 
excuse me, so Deadpool hanging on uh, to number 10. Number 9, jumping up from number 10, 2.5 million, still kicking ass, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Awesome. Cannot I wait still to see, see that it. movie. I, still see it. I really want to see it. Falling from number 6 to number 8 at 3 million is Tag. Staying strong at number 7, falling from number 5, but still making 5 million is Ocean's 8. Falling from number 4 to number 6 at 6.6 million is Uncle Drew. Uh, falling from number three to number five at 7.6 million, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. And we said last week that The Purge was going to be a top four movie. It is number four at 17.3 million. Uh, 17.3 million yeah. opening. Consider, okay. Considering what's out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the, for, so that's the first Purge, number four. Number three, falling from number two, Incredibles 2 at 28.4. Falling from number one to number two at 28.6 is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And new to the list at number one at 75.8, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the awesome. Wasp. So nice job to Ant-Man and the Wasp, a $75 million opening weekend after a $15.1 million preview night. So it's a pretty good opening. They, they did good. Hey, the fans ain't going nowhere. Yeah, almost a hundred million. And their, the mid credit scene was awesome in Ant Man. Yeah, I we, we wanted to do if, a spoiler cast this week on it. Number one, you didn't say we it. have too much stuff to yeah. talk about. We'd spend thirty minutes on that alone. Just it's, be, two, it's better than the see, first one. I didn't see. Stay it, for yeah. the mid credit scene. You can miss the end because the end's pointless. But oh, good believe film. me, I still want to see it though. Yeah, uh, coming soon to theaters. AK th- this week, the week you're hearing it. Uh, July 20th, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, <laughs> a damn sequel Pierce to Brosnan Mamma Mia, and all of them. Uh, the Equalizer 2. I, I do want to see that. This is the that sequel Denzel, week, yeah. dude, because there's yeah. a third sequel, Unfriended Dark Web. So oh, yeah, that was that yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. horror movie. Um, I heard people, some people liked it. Well, it I, didn't, shit. I didn't see it. It was shit. Occupation, McQueen, Father of the Year, Generation Wealth, Duck, Duck, Goose. So next week Hilarious. is actually Fallout. Hilarious. Or, um, Mission yeah. Impossible Fallout. Yeah. But yeah, this week, um, I think Mamma Mia and Equalizer and maybe even Unfriended will make it into the top 10, but I think 1, 2, and 3 I think are going to e- stay 1, I hope, 2, and 3. I hope Equalizer. The first Equalizer, excuse me, was really good. I don't think it's top 3 material. It's not going to take Well, over. with the superhero movies out, it's like top, I'd say top 6. You think so? Okay. I think I, so. Whatever, man. Uh, Attack on Titan Season 3, Episode 1, Smoke Signal is out in Japan. It's coming soon to the States, uh, but we have a review of it. Attack on Titan Season 3 is already showing strong promise, but I worry if it will actually answer the questions that it has lingered since Season 1. If it continues mm-hmm. to introduce more elements without answering those questions, it could be a difficult story to navigate. However, this premiere is a great balance of the drama and action we love, as well as an introduction to the next leg of the Scout's journey. Smoke Signal does not waste any time on propelling Attack on Titan's story forward, and it's seamless transition Transition from season two into season three. 8.0. That is correct. Oh. 8.0 for Attack on Titan season three, episode one. So pretty um, pretty positive there. Looking forward to season three. I know you like season two a lot. It's, I, I thought season one and two were actually really good. Yeah. But I, this is a show that... A lot of filler episodes. Yeah, well, it's like it's any, an anime, any anime. But it's any well, any anime that has a lot of episodes. Definitely there's some filler, but... You, I'll probably wait for this entire season to come out because I, I just like banging them all out. I'm sure. so into it. I sit down for three hours. I'm there. So it's a, it's a day one Blu-ray buy immediately. There's another show that I put on here that I'd never heard of before I read this review. Um, and I kind of wanted to just talk about it because of who made the show. Okay. More of less than the show. The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter is the name of the show. It's White-Tailed Deer? Okay. 
could have really been funny, provocative, and something in between. The cast was decent, the premise was sound, and yet it's only slightly better than an unfruitful hunting trip. Where instead of providing a cool story and trophy to be mounted, you came back tired, hungry, and empty-handed. The team behind Eastbound and Down and Vice uh, Principals disappoint in this Netflix Ah, uh, That sucks. 4.0. 5.9. Nah, so, like, that I, sucks. I heard Eastbound. I heard Vice Principals. I love Danny McBride. Obviously. I thought it was like Danny McBride goes hunting or something. It's, and it's about yeah, hunting. Yeah. And I still am interested to give an episode a shot. But if it's... Just, I still got to finish Vice Principals. Oh, dude, it's I gotta, really I, good. I, what, the first season was funny. I got to watch the second. I actually enjoyed the whole series. I thought it was pretty I'll good. i check it I out. I thought it ended pretty decently. It gets like a little off the rails. It had a short run. Rails. It was a short run. Uh, two seasons, yeah. yeah and they run. knew that too. Uh, the DC Universe fans out there, and it's not even around yet, but it also obviously has an allegiance of fans. You're one of them. You're going to subscribe day one uh, to the DC streaming service. You're going to get a special event upcoming at San Diego Comic-Con, which is, I mean... It's, quite, right, it's right around the corner. And it's really neat, dude. Like, I didn't think... Um, I didn't think that that something that's not even out yet is going to have an interactive experience. But um, upcoming, you'll be able to explore Dick Grayson's Titan's Loft and experience Dr. Niall Calder's creations of the Do- in the Doom Patrol lab, the mystical-, mystical swamps of Swamp Thing, the Young Justice Watchtower, and Harley Quinn's Chaos Room will also be featured. Fans will get to explore the sewers of the court and owls with Batman as well. There will be a public unveiling of rare artwork and memorabilia. The event will be from July 19th to the 22nd. We have SDCC coming up. You can tell episode 100, yep. which happens to fall right around Comic-Con, is going to be pretty goddamn yeah. action-packed because we're going to have a lot of Comic-Con stuff to talk about next week for our episode 100. But that's pretty cool that there's going to be like little mini rooms that are going to be dedicated to all the DC I was Universe sold shows. as soon as you said Titans. I was up, sold automatically there. So basically you're going to get a little tease of Every show that's coming. Yeah, every one of them. So that's awesome. really, really cool. Capcom is partnering with Pure Imagine Studios for a Monster Hunter 3D animated special coming globally in 2019. I mean, I guess it was only a matter of time since everyone loves Monster Hunter. This came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, Monster dude. Hunter was not popular. And then World comes out, it blew takes up. the world by storm, and it blew up. And God bless it. But damn, it's, dude, did not expect it. It's smart. Strike while the iron top. Did not expect Monster Hunter to become this good. No, not there at all. is a Pokemon anime episode about Passimian or Passimian. Yep. It's actually it's Passimian. Passimian. Do you remember Passimian? He's like the rugby looking monkey. Yeah, the, the two, yeah, yeah. The two, I know exactly. Uh, ba- yeah. uh, the, uh, the the ones Aranguru and then Passimian. Okay. One Sun well, exclusive, yeah, exactly, one's Moon exactly, exclusive. Yep. This one looks like it's playing rugby. This one is Ash dresses up like a Passimian. Um, so they're potentially – we don't know if it's officially banned yet. It's it's the episode's turn in the to come over stateside, yeah. but they haven't brought it stateside, and they also haven't announced that they're bringing it stateside. They're just going to skip it. So it looks like it's going to be banned without actually saying it's been banned. Um, it's banned in the U.S. first time since 2002 uh, because of the Jinx episode. Now, there were two two episodes of the Pokemon anime originally that were banned from the United States. Um the problem with Porygon because it was giving people seizures from yeah, all the yeah, flashes. Yeah, yeah. And then the Jinx episode. If you remember Jinx, when Jinx was first announced as a Pokemon back in Generation 1, she was not purple. No, she wasn't. She was Her skin was like pitch black, yeah. right? Uh, when that episode Like Mr. Came, Popo from Dragon Ball Z. Right, yeah. which is weird that that never got banned here if Pokemon is. But when that episode came stateside, they turned Jinx purple because of blackface. Yeah. 
Ash dresses up like a Pissimian and puts on blackface uh, in this episode. Uh, so they're all, okay. probably not going to air yeah, it, yeah. which is completely fine by me. But uh, just to give you a heads up of like, this is 16 years later and the Pokemon anime, you know, maybe that's yeah. Japanese culture. Maybe yeah. that's not a thing. Maybe that's why they're doing it. It's oh, innocent yeah, to them. It makes sense. I'm sure that yeah. that's a thing there. Um, but that's yeah, the second I, episode, third episode ever, second in the last 16 years. I didn't think it would be Pokemon, the one making the, like, the stand like that, you know? So, okay, I don't know if it's, the, I don't know if it's them making a stand. I think it's Disney saying, like, no. We don't want it here. Oh, well, like you said, like, Japan's network. different over there. Kind of, they, it's Their culture, as, as, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think that the African American or the African, you know, Asian yeah. is, is there as much. They're, there's definitely yeah. there, but I don't know if that's like a thing in their culture. I don't want to speak for that because yeah. it's just not something I'm super familiar with. Yeah. So I don't want to sound like very stupid. Uh, True. More stupid yeah, than I already exactly. sound. ESPN, ABC, and Disney are all going to be broadcasting Overwatch League matches. You could say this could go in gaming. You could say this could go on TV. It's going on TV because it's going on TV. It's, it's kind of cool though. Like gaming is on happy. ESPN. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, he's probably gonna have to watch it on his computer. I now. remember there was one. It was like ESPN two where they were they were racing like drones. Like it wasn't like an official drone, but it was like a speedster doing some course. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. ESPN2, Disney XD, and ABC, and ESPN Streaming Service will all have them over a multi-year deal to the Overwatch League. Jesus would have really Christ. thought that they would have capitalized on the Fortnite thing, too, yeah. while they're at it. But Overwatch League, well, coming to TV. If they listen, that's coming next. You can watch the Philly Fusion on your 65-inch, yep. not on Twitch, streaming it. You can actually watch it in crystal clear HD. Hey, man, I hope you're happy. Yeah. I don't. I, I will turn it off. I will not Stick watch Stick to your speedrunning. I just do not watch... Esports. Yeah. It just doesn't do it for me. It looks like that Rachel Taylor's character, Trish Walker, will finally become Hellcat in Jessica Jones season three. Yeah, see, I thought she was already be- going to become Hellcat in they, season like, two. They teased it at the end well, of season two. It, well, I think they teased at the end of one that she was going oh, to okay, get training. Yeah. Like gotcha. she, she was trying to be in like the, the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of hoping that like they'd show her at the end of the season. But no, so okay, season three about time. I think she like she put out a tweet or something or a video of her like training hardcore at the gym, doing all these like karate type yeah. moves and shit. But even the first, like I think the end of the first season, it was like training sessions, yeah. and she and she pulled it off at the end. So that's why I was hoping they'd say her. But Netflix has announced the. Dragon Prince, which is a new animated series from Avatar The Last Airbender writers. Okay, that, that sounds interesting. I, Did I, you watch Avatar? Or, or the, the Last Airbender? The Airbender? I remember watching a little, like a few episodes. He's like, That was the guy that had like the blue arrow on his mm-hmm. forehead. Yeah, not the M. Night Shyamalan yeah. piece of shit live action movie. I watched a few, but it never sucked me in. But okay, we'll have to see what Dragon Prince is about. With Dragon Prince being announced, this is where we're going to get our top three from. This is going to be one of our Patreon top threes. If you per, uh, support us at the $10 and up level on Patreon, once a month you can give us a custom top three. Alan Santos gave us top three restaurants in the area that we record in. Uh, we've gotten ones from the audience, which was, I think, top three Game Sam would never play. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, I can't remember what the other one we did off of it was. We've done 99, 100 top threes now. Yeah. So, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. But Thomas Chisholm, our $20 patron. So we really, really, really appreciate that. The last time he, he basically said, Hey, ask the listeners. We'll do whatever they want. But this time I sent him the show notes. And awesome. he went through the show notes and, it picked, it. and awesome. picked out a awesome. top three. So that's something else you can get yeah. is our show notes if you want to support us to see all how the hell 
we survive with this we podcast. We jam-packed this in. We jam-packed. Yeah. My notes section in Google is like, you got to pay more if you want this much no, storage. No, you don't even, like, you know, you send people like a message, like a huge paragraph. Yours is like, I get the little box window. I have to click the box to open up the entire thing. <laughs> uh, it ended up being five different photos. That's how many notes we had. I and that was on Thursday before we added the, the last Christ. couple stories from Friday. Um, but let's go through our top three Saturday morning cartoons. Um, As a, I, in our childhood, from I our childhood. actually did Saturday mornings. I did not do shows that I watched on the week or the weekdays. I did not watch show. I did not list shows I watched before school. I, I pick shows that I used to wake up early mm-hmm. and go downstairs and watch. That's kind of what I did. I kept it to the weekends. I didn't do like the before school because then Pokemon would be number one. Yeah. Every po- morning, Pokemon's not on my every list. morning six thirty and seven channel seventeen. They went in order and they would just replay season one over and over and over. My number three. I went. I don't know if you remember because it was on at like seven. It was, it was on before. It like kicked off. We were started it recording at off. seven. I'm but definitely good with this. Scooby Doo, where are you? Where are you, dude? Yeah, hell yeah. That was from the '60s and '70s. It resyndicated in the I, '80s. I and 90s. never got tired. Scooby I never Doo. even like even where even if you? it's a pup named Scooby Doo. Some work to do from now. having Harlem Globetrotters, Don Knotts, Batman and Robin. Is it sad that my favorite Scooby Doo entity is a pup named Scooby Doo? No, maybe, but I enjoyed that. I remember Unpopular that coming opinion. on for my lunch when I used to come home for lunch was a pup name, but the Saturday mornings was Scooby Doo. Where are you? We went to the same school and had the same lunch. I remember Snorks being on during lunchtime. I did. I remember having SpaghettiOs and a pup named Scooby Doo. <laughs> I stayed for lunch when we did hot lunches, mm-hmm. Pat's Pizza and Burger King sometimes, and Reens too. And, I and didn't Burger do that. Burger. I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, Pat's Pizza Burger King, and I think they did hoagies from Reens, but I never did that because my dad worked there. I don't want Oh, cold I lunch. prefer my deli meat. No, I prefer hot <laughs> yeah, lunch. If yeah. I want hot lunch, I want hot lunch. Dude, right. pizza lunch was the yeah. shit. Pat sucks now. My number three, um, Howie Mandel, based off of his stand-up, I think we even talked about it last week. Uh, he did a voice, and he transformed it into an eight-year run of a Saturday morning cartoon called Bobby's World. Um, kid rode around on a tricycle. I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. It was Howie, Man- Howie Mandel as a kid, but he also played the dad as well. And he had, like, some weird uncle uh, who made very, very, very – I never knew who he was until that show, Let's Make a Deal. I had no idea who Howie really? Mandel was. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I he played Little Monsters. Show. He was the monster in Little Monsters. Nope. Okay. Um, yeah, but he did Bobby's World. I- I'll show you a quick screenshot of Bobby's World, um, the animation. See if it rings a bell because every kid – and you're only two years younger than me. No. Every no, kid no bell remembers Not it. one bell. You know that. No, I don't. You do not know Bobby's world. Nope, I do not know Bobby. And kind of thank God, because I don't like the art style already. Thank God. It's an an early 90s animation. Well, my number two, Yu-Gi-Oh. It was a show that I made sure. I even had when Machi used to sleep over. We would never miss this show. I Mm -hmm. believe it came on at 10 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. On what, Friday nights? Saturday mornings. Saturday Saturday mornings. Every damn morning, I made sure I watched this show. I think it was like 8th grade, 7th grade was when Yu-Gi-Oh, I think, started. came over to the U.S. and the show think, blew it up. The I card th- game blew it up. I think Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are now Saturday morning cartoons on Disney Channel. I'm pretty sure they play them back to back, but continue. But no, it was just something that Yu-Gi-Oh! was like, you're fighting the card monsters, fighting each other. I was hooked immediately. I was on the card game for years, went yeah. in tournaments, did all that stuff. Never so. played Yu-Gi-Oh! Never got into Yu-Gi-Oh! It was like you were either Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic. Po- or Pokemon. Or Pokemon. And I didn't play Magic. I rarely had Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, but yeah. My number two is, um, from a nostalgia standpoint, the one that... I have, I have the I most. I have the most memories of, uh, and that's Muppet Babies. Okay, I, I loved the Muppet Babies. I was such a little brat though that my grandmom used to watch me. Um, 
this was had to have been before 93 because that's when she passed in 93. So I was at most five years old. Yeah. And I would scream for her to read the program, read the program. Wow. And my mom never f- lets me forget that. And I would cry because I couldn't read it for uh, I wanted them to read the title of the episode to me yeah. just in case I saw it before. And I would remember yeah. the, the show based off the episode title at four years old. And and I also had my favorite ones. So she would be running down to the basement of her house, read me the title. But if I missed it, I was in a piss poor mood. Oh, but I loved them up. My babies, they make your dreams come true. Dude, that's where I got into Kermit and Miss Piggy and Rolf and Gonzo. Dude, they were the shit. That was an amazing fucking show. Yeah. And remember the nanny that they never showed her face? It was all. Dude, I barely from, remember them all. She had like name. striped stockings. <laughs> Your shows, I, I just you I watched a whole different it. set of shows than I did. I loved it, dude. Yeah. No, I'm talking. This was when I was yeah. four and yeah. five. Your Yu-Gi-Oh is when you were eight, There's, nine, ten. But that's the show that I remember. Going no, I'm not to saying watch. that, but it's yeah. two different eras. Yeah. Even true. though it's only five years, yeah. four and five plus two is so about seven. And, and years. my next one is whole after different eras. Thing. Yeah. Number one, because it came on, remember, it was on Saturdays, then it got changed to the weekdays, but it started on the weekends, was Batman the Animated Series. I, I, I knew that it was going to be your number nothing, one. Nothing will ever beat it. I think it's one of the best animated shows ever. Might be one of the best. I Might I, be the best. I think I even tweeted at Kevin Conroy and like, WD, like, like WB, Netflix, you want to pick up something, redo the Batman the Animated Series. The reason they stopped was the original writers just ran out of ideas. So hire new writers and continue the show. Come on! In that animated style. In yeah, that, in that, that, not, in that not the four. Style. In the fourth season, it was like the new Adventures of Batman. Screw that art style. Go back to the original and update it. Yeah, I, I really got to turn you on to this um, YouTube video, the Nostalgia Critic, the top ten, his top ten Batman animated series episodes. That's what got me back into the yeah. show. Very, very spotty for me, very hit or miss. But then growing up and appreciating my nostalgia a yeah. little bit more, went back and watched it. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's coming to Blu-ray this year Yep, for the, the year. first time yep. ever. My number one is the original, I think it was 89 um, to 93, somewhere in there. Turtles? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I knew it. I was like, that's your number one. It, Once you say for two, it had to be Turtles. It, dude, it's not even close. No doubt about it. Yeah. So sick. Absolutely love that was That was probably show. four for me. That's yeah. where I got my love for, you know. Turtles? <laughs> for Leonardo pizza. and leading and pizza and Mikey. I never liked Raph, though. Can never. I was never a Raph fan. I know it's an unpopular. He was, he was opinion. just the hardest. It's an unpopular yeah. opinion, man. People love people love the Raph, but I do have our patron Thomas Chisholm who gave us the idea for this top three. I do have his top three, uh, and I want to say uh, what exactly what he wrote. Hey, man, hard list. For me, I will most likely have a half sleeve or a full sleeve tattooed on me since uh, <laughs> in a nice way of, of off all the late 90s, 2000 cartoons. But one and two are easy. Three was a tough one. Number one, what's new Scooby-Doo? Oh, okay. I'm a huge yeah. Scooby-Doo fan. Cool. Number two, Pokemon. And number three, Zatch Bell. Never heard of that one. Mm-mm. I think it's an anime. I'm not sure. Zatch Bell. No. Never heard of Zatch Bell. I even looked no it up Bell's to see if it wrong. was a... Uh, See if it was what, a typo? That was his number three? It was his number three, okay. the Zatch Bell. He said, Pokemon and Rugrats were a battle because of some Reptar and Spike stuff, but ultimately the original Giant. 151. Rugrats, won. a good shout out. Dude, yeah, dude. Reptar, dude. The Reptar bars, Reptar and Ice, yeah. everything was Reptar. You, you could still get the bar, I think, at FYE. Oh, that's sick. I think, yeah. Yeah? At FYE? They, they, they have a frozen con- no, they, confection they, they, they section? They have like... Um, I think they even have like, oh candy. The, you mean like candy? candy they have like Chinese candy. Then they have like um, soda, but, like the Simpsons, the beer. Like, but it's uh, not Duff? beer. Yeah, but Duff? it's not beer. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
Reptar was sick. I rem- Rugrats was sick. I didn't like the new one, like Doug and the Rugrats. When they got bought by Disney, they went and they all redid Disney, and they redid them. You know who the they voice of Doug? Trash. Um, I do. Oh frick! I, uh, on the Disney one, I no the, the original, the original Doug. You know who the voice was? It's, it's Billy West. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He did Roger too. And you know all the sound effects of Doug are all like mouth noises. <laughs> I I never like like even like the sound effect. Dude, it's all mouth noises. The entire well, show. Well, yeah, that's a guy I, literally going. Yeah, but like the, every effect. Do you know is what that's called? Noises. I forget. Scat. Scat. Oh, yeah, scat. Yeah. Um, I'm a scat. Man. <laughs> uh, Rugrats was sick. I remember my favorite episode was when they were mini golfing and the kids got like they went under the big giant Sunday and that was the thing that people oh, okay. put through and then they got ice cream afterwards and then there was a scary one where the um they got were babysit by I think it was a Jackie I think her name was. Uh, and all the monsters in the book they thought were in the house with them. That was like my two. I, favorite I remember episodes. the ice cream, ice cream one. I, I like the other one where like they get lost in like a mall and they go through all this stuff. Okay, I forgot. That's you know like one of the only things I remember. I have the next story vague on purpose. It just says Corey Bar uh, Barlog's yeah. tweet. Do you know who Corey Barlog is? I do not. He is the creator, um, and the head of the studio behind God of War on mm. PS4. Uh, he put out a tweet. I think it was in the past week or so, and I just want to read the tweet to you. This one, uh, he retweeted it. Um, What's on Netflix? Um, Tweeted out in a story on July 8th. No, Netflix is not making a God of War series on Netflix. And he wrote, true, this is not happening. Hmm. I wonder if we should do something about that, Netflix. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the tag Netflix? He did. All right, awesome. Yeah, that would be epic. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be every everything I could ever want because you know it's going to be like rated like NC-17. Yeah. I'm in. And ratings on Netflix are almost pointless because once you're past the kids' Netflix, you can watch anything. I can't, I can't a, wait. You don't need a code. So That ratings would be awesome. Pointless. I'd, I'd, a live action I'd rather have that. Or a movie. It's just trying. What, what would the budget be? You know what I mean. Like I think we talked about that before, yeah. and I actually asked you the same question. I, I think I said I wouldn't want either. I said I would just want a video game. I, w- I would rather have Netflix just because I'd rather spend like ten episodes or thirteen episodes, an hour long each episode with him, his mm-hmm. story, his build up. Each episode gets a new god or whatever as a villain or, or something, or just him building like starting like yeah. from the beginning. Uh, Ingress is to become a Netflix animated series coming this October and will coincide with the game sequel Ingress Prime. Do you have any idea why this is any relevance at all? No. This was going to be my trivia question at first. I decided against it because... (laughs) I never heard of Ingress. If you never heard of Ingress, at least you heard of the That's a lady at work's name. Her name is Ingress. Uh, uh, Ingress is the game made by Niantic before Pokemon Go. It was the game they made before Pokemon Go. All of the Pokestops in the world are actually Ingress bases. If you have both games, wow. and you let's say you're a Pokemon Go player, and you're at a stop just swiping, if you just turn that off, go to Ingress, you can do the same thing in Ingress. Ingress was a game that was extremely popular, but not on the global scale like yeah, Pokemon was, Go was. It was my, my first time ever hearing it. Um, but it was, it, I think it's like you're on teams, and you fight as a base, and you all come together, and you fight so- monsters or some shit. So it might be might be better as an anime series rather than a game. Uh, I mean, it it does gangbusters yeah. as a game. It's just not Pokemon, so yeah. nobody knows it yeah. as much. But it does gangbusters, millions and millions of players across the world. But that's cool because I just thought it's Pokemon Go's company. It's Niantic, yeah. and they're I'm, making a cool little animated series. Um, that's neat. 
HBO executives says that the network will change direction, quote unquote, with the new AT&T Time Warner merger. We know Time Warner owns HBO, so now they're going to be under the AT&T moniker. Yep. Uh, what this story basically breaks down to is uh, per the New York Times, Warner Brother Media chief executive John Stanky said that he was <laughs> in like a town hall. He's in a town hall meeting and he said, quote, it's going to be a tough year. It's going to be a lot of work to alter and change direction a little bit. What he sees is HBO becoming more like a streaming service with a bigger and broader appeal instead of being more niche. Okay. They're kind of going with the flow of the way things are turning. Everything's basically becoming a streaming service. And HBO already is. I mean, they have HBO Go or HBO Now or whatever it's called. You can pay 12 bucks a month. You don't have to have HBO. But if you're going to take it off TV and, like, I have to stream my Game of Thrones – if my Game of Thrones ever buffers, I'm pissed. <laughs> I just want to watch it on well, TV. Why well, the fuck? You're, you're probably going to have the, the the collection anyway. So yeah, but still, you'll man. have it on hand. Like that prequel. I mean, maybe like they'll have to get up and take the disc out and put it in. No, and... the prequels. I mean, like I want to yeah. watch that shit on HBO on my oh, TV. Of course, of it'll, course. I don't think it'll ever leave cable. I don't know if I don't it'll think ever so. become an, ex- so. an exclusive streaming show. I can see. I could just see upgrading, and I could see exclusives yeah. to the streaming service that are not on HBO, and vice that versa. So you can it still leaves you that little taste of you got to get both or one uh, or the other. But yeah, I, I don't know what that necessarily means because then they said that they've already ordered the Nevers, which is a straight to uh, series order from Joss Whedon. It's a Victorian sci-fi that sounds awesome to me. I like the yeah. Victorian era. I like sci-fi. That sounds neat. I don't know what the Nevers could be, but Joss Whedon. Also very cool. It's interesting, but again, there's so much shit to watch. Again, you might just miss this one. Uh, at least it's HBO, so it'll come to on demand later that night, and it's something that they'll keep that on HBO on demand forever. Yeah, I can still watch any HBO unless show it, ever. unless they get shit on. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I can go watch it, Buried it, to Death or whatever they call six it. Feet under, six feet on Deadwood. Under, yeah, Deadwood. I can watch there. all that shit yeah. on there. So fine, if I miss it, I'll catch it eventually. Um, I'm thinking about getting into the leftovers. So we'll, oh, we'll see. Nah. You know, you didn't do it. Not for me. Oh, okay. Uh, Game of Thrones prequel will begin filming this October in Belfast. So expect it next year. Expect Perfect. it in 2020. Yes. You don't think it'll come the same year as the last season? It could be. Give it time to breathe. The last season's probably I would say be April. Either the April end of the year or January June. of 20. It'll be April to June. You go... I think... I would it, imagine it's April... Well, it starts in or April. July of 2020. But so it's April, May. So it's over the first week of June. Second week, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I could see the end of nineteen or twenty, or the very beginning of twenty twenty. Hmm. I mean, I'm in no matter what. Yeah, I I would probably say I'm mid- invested eight seasons, so I'm in spring or summer twenty twenty for me, winter or early twenty twenty for Sam, maybe even late twenty nineteen. But Maisie Williams, this is our last story of of TV. Maisie Williams posts a photo of bloody sneakers. She basically just said goodbye. She shot her final scene to Game of Thrones, bloody shoes, all that stuff. But it was the hashtags that really. Got there's, everybody else there, in a, before in a, she in a, did this. She she had to get approved by HBO. There's obviously I think it's some I'm sure it's some hint of truth, some trolling to it. So she said hashtag last woman standing and hashtag barely. Did she spoil it or was she trolling a little bit? I would say a little bit of both. Made possible troll, possible little spoiler warning. I think all the cast kind of posted a picture of like their final yeah, day on set did. and what they did. So everything they posted got approved. So. The part to me, though, is for years and years and years and years, Maisie Williams' character, Arya Stark, was... Dude, she's a badass. She's been projected to be the last woman yeah. standing from 100%. season one. 100%. Um, she's a bad, bad yeah. mamma jamma on the show. Uh, 
I could totally see a world, even without this tweet, that she is the last woman standing. Well, I, I, wouldn't, think I wouldn't be surprised. Consensus says Daenerys, but it could be her. I, I, do I don't know. We, you know, we did our our predictions of who wasn't going to make it through the last season. Yeah. I think a season this last we're, season yeah, approaches, we're not, we're not there yet. we'll do that again. But that's probably going to be later on, maybe March, maybe. Right before the show starts, maybe right before episode one, you're definitely going to get our predictions of how that all happens. I think this season is going to be fun to pr- predict. I mean, it's only six episodes. It's six yeah. episodes, and we know, we finally know now, because of the people that didn't die last season, they got a really good shot yeah. this one. Yeah. So this it's almost like predicting Avengers 4 deaths, because it didn't happen in 3, you know what's going to happen in 4. Same with this season and last season of Game of Thrones. I'm with you, though. I think a little bit of trolling there. I think a little bit of truth. I wouldn't be surprised if she's the last woman standing. I wouldn't even be mad at it. No. No way. Uh, moving over to the gaming section of today's episode, Octopath Traveler is a JRPG dream come true, both in its battle system and aesthetic pay, loving tribute to the Super Nintendo era while moving the formula forward in exciting and novel ways. This isn't merely a modern retread on past classics, but a phenomenal homage to the genuinely fresh ideas and a fantastically charming rapper of old school meets new. With the eight different character stories, could have used a little bit more connection between them. I'm looking forward to going back and completing them all, exploring the many side quests, battling optional bosses, and unlocking the final job classes. Octopath Traveler's beautiful style and outstanding take on the traditional turn-based combat makes it a game that pushes JRPGs forward rather than simply paying homage to the greats. 9.0. 9.3. Amazing. If you're looking for a JRPG on Switch and you're one of the people saying Switch hasn't gotten many good games or big games this, this year, is game. this is your game. Nice turn-based. It looks beautiful. I don't have the 100 hours to invest. I'd rather do the smaller titles. I'm not a huge JRPG fan outside of like Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, Pokemon, stuff like that. This does not hit home for me as much. Um, but man, it looks wonderful and it's getting really good reviews. So there you go. If you'd like to jump on that, a game I did purchase, a game I did play and a game I have some impressions on after I read this review is going to be Captain Toad Treasure Checker. The Switch version and 3DS version got released. It was a Wii U exclusive. Now, uh, ported over to Switch and 3DS with exclusive levels, uh, specifically Super Mario Odyssey got some levels in there now. Tracker Treasure, Tracker Treasure. Wow. Treasure Tracker still feels close to unique and gains new life on both of Nintendo's current systems. Switch is very much the better choice, but 3DS by no means is a bad option. Still smart, prettier than ever, and in retrospect, genuinely important as Nintendo's modern history, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is a new rare example of a game that actually feels better for being a few years old. Brilliantly smart and meld of classic platforming with uh, perception puzzling, uh, no matter where you play it. 9.2. 8.7. Great. I have it. It is really fun. Yeah. It is. So really you agree fun. with the grade? Um, it came out with a demo with three stages on it, and I beat it in five minutes. I thought it was pretty boring. They did not give you everything that you do they in this They gave demo. you like, what, a, what a teaser or a demo is, a little taste. No, no. I mean, like, they didn't give you all the features. That oh, okay. The, I replayed those levels. Okay. And they are different now. Okay. Um, Captain Cho Treasure Tracker, you can't jump. So you're towed. You have to make your way to the star in the level while collecting three gems and coins with enemies and and hidden puzzles and paths. You can't jump at all, but you can rotate the screen either by swiping or using the stick. And okay, it's like switching through. Yes, okay. It's basically a cube, and every levels levels on like a cube, 
and it's a small world. You can beat them all in just a couple minutes, maybe a minute or two. Um, and each one has an objective, either kill the enemies or don't have the bridge collapse or don't take damage or whatever. There's your one uh, piece that you have to get. Then you have to collect all the gems. Then you have to collect all the coins. Then you have to get the star. So there's replayability. Yeah. And when you beat a level, there's pixel toad. So an 8-bit version of toad oh. comes in and hides in every level. And you have to actually go through the level to and find, find him them. Okay. and press on him on the touchscreen in order to... Uh, like beat the level. Fully. Okay, so you you have to to continue to the next level. You have to find them. No, you just have to beat it to continue. This is more of an optional mini. That's like the hundred, like the hundred percent at the elitist. Exactly. Okay. So okay. it actually gives me a lot of replayability. I've beaten the first eight stages. They're fun. One was actually pretty damn difficult from a puzzle perspective that early in the game, and there's 70 plus stages. Oh. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're not even quartering the way through the game yet. <laughs> this one's gonna have to. This one's gonna be a thinking man's yeah. piece. But I heard it's not super bad to get through. But I really enjoyed it. I would agree with the review 100. It looks really pretty. It is fun. Um, and getting little pixel toad is fun too. While we're waiting for the next interview, I'll throw it on for you real quick. And okay, just cool. Play a level. Uh, but Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu Editions got a new trailer that showed us a lot. Yep. And did you know Japan actually got their own trailer? So they showed different different stuff over in Japan. Guess what they showed in their trailer? Gameplay. Besides that, because we got gameplay. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Just kidding. I don't know. Jesse and James. Oh, I guess so they got the better fucking They're trailer. in the game. Yes. They're in the game. That's all you really yeah, need to know. True. Is I was like, what was like one game? of my requests, I think? Like, uh, our, our version got gyms. So we got to see Misty. We got to see yeah, Brock. Brock. We got to see their gyms. And I, I saw him flying on Charizard. I was like, that's all I need. That's <laughs> yeah, all I need. Riding an Onyx, yeah. riding an Arcanine. Yep. Yep. Dude, that was sick. So a lot of the bigger Pokemon you're going to be riding. Yep. Um, if they don't follow you, if they're too big to follow you. But you like, were going to buy this game already. No you didn't shit. even need but this. But we got a new trailer. We're you could have got a trailer it. with stick figures drawn on by an eight-year-old that you would have been in. Even if you have a Magikarp following it flops around and splashes around following you. It's it's fucking charming yeah. as shit. I don't think I'll ever play co-op. It's way too easy. Yeah. Like, I don't need you with me to beat Bug I, Catcher Joey I, and his level see, five Caterpie. I think if, they, if like you do play in that mode, like... Every battle should become a double battle. No, dif- difficulty doubles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the level just to the keep up. You know, Pokemon level goes now, up. Now maybe by they do that. Levels. You know, you don't know. They, they, you, they seriously that would might. be awesome. We don't know that. I, I'm with everybody that says out there, man. They're just really disappointed of how you catch Pokemon. They got rid of the battling, yeah. and it's just like Pokemon Go. Now the the battling when you it's fight somebody good, is gonna the be, same. It's going to be good and bad. You're going to have like, oh, that's the Pokemon I won, or I think you know in the beginning you're like, blah blah blah, this is good, and then maybe near the end you're like, oh. at least they're going back to Kanto so I can replay Yellow version and Big HD. It's not a new game. Yeah. I actually prefer it that it's an older game remastered as opposed to a new game. I don't, yeah, I don't love the control style. So totally cool if it's a. I know Cerulean. I know. Pewter, I know power. So what if there's an option? Like you can keep the Pokemon hidden or you can show. Like that would be, I think, a nice little neat feature. Like Oh, oh you mean like if exactly. it's random battles or if they're on screen? Exactly. Do you want to like go or do you want to like old school? Like I feel like if they gave you an option, I think that could make the game that much better. Um You know, I know we, we had our top three uh wishes for the series, and I wanna say that one of us had that in there. You know If we didn't, like it's added there now, at least it's, for me. It's almost like a spoiler. Because I'm like, exactly. You I, I almost like surprise. that second exactly. of, of pause there. But like, if I see a Scyther up top of my screen and I'm down in the bottom right, 
my ass can't yeah. get up there fast enough. Yeah, I know. So it, it does entice it, you. The good and bad. It, it takes away from the grind. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to sit there and fucking grind like crazy. Yeah. I know where they are to fight them, and I know but where they are like, to Sometimes catch I'm in the mood to grind, you know? Like, I like battling or catching new guys. And At 30 with a kid on the way, I'm, yeah. I don't got time. Yeah, to you're grind. not going to have time. I'm Especially, we grind. didn't even beat the ultra one yet. This comes out November 16th. My baby's due end of December. You I got, got a month. month. <laughs> I got a month to beat this game. I think nah, he sleeps a lot. You'll have time. I think that Let's Go will become its own series. I actually think Gen Two is going to get one. I think Gen Three could get one, and so on and so forth. Um, Squeeze every cent out of that damn dollar because we know next year Gen Eight's coming, yeah. and it's going to be it's going to look different, play different. It's going to have the traditional style of control. So I think like they're going to branch out on their own path. Yeah. This is going to reel a lot of people back in. Oh, yeah. This oh, trailer yeah. did a lot to do and that. People that never knew. You're going to draw new people in also. They uh, have also announced the version exclusives. So they are going to do version exclusives. I have Eevee. Let's all remember that. I'm not changing my pre-order no matter what. But they did announce the exclusive Pokemon. Both games will feature various Pokemon that can't be found in the other version, while a handful have already been announced today. Let's Go Pikachu will exclusively offer Oddish, Sandshrew, and Growlithe. Pissed. Okay, so I like all them guys. I don't get Arcanine. Yeah. I have Eevee. So what's Eevee? Eevee will get Bell Sprout. Don't care. Meowth. Don't care. And Vulpix. So nah, I get I'll, I get Ninetales. I would if if I was to get it, I get Pikachu automatically. I would rather have Arcanine than Vulpix. The only one that I even like is Ninetales, and I would if I did you have that, I would get the other one, so you would trade me that. I just don't like Pikachu. So I don't yeah. want Pikachu on my shoulder the whole game. I'd rather have Eevee. Oh instead of you can evolve him. So you have a Raichu. You can't shoulder. evolve that Pikachu. Oh, pissed. Yeah. Kill that him. the Pikachu that you get, you can't evolve. Trade uh, him. Any Pikachu you find in the wild, you can evolve. Okay. So it's always gonna be a Pikachu, which I'm it's like, what the fuck? Um, in order to catch all 150 Pokemon, trade, blah, 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 Mew for the, the blah, 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 blah. Uh, also, I just want to point out that in the original version exclusives, Red had Oddish, Growlithe, Ekans, Mankey, Scyther, and Electabuzz. Blue had Bellsprout, Vulpix, Sandshrew, Meowth, Pinsir, and Magmar. So all of the Pokemon we just named were exclusives in the original. I picked Red, so I'm, I picked I'm blue. still sticking to my old ways. And I picked Blue, even though Red has my favorite Pokemon yeah. of all time, which is... Raichu. Scyther. <laughs> Scyther. Scyther would be my favorite Pokemon of all time. Raichu is totally up there. Alkazam. Blastoise. I, was it you that... Oh, it was Machi. Oh, he had he used to have back in the day. I was thinking, like, whose room I was in. He'd have, like, um, the, the Pokemon card with a thumbtack in his wall. It was just Raichu. Yeah, it was Machi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go's two-year anniversary is, like, now. Yeah. Um, and Niantic sent out this, like, really fun image of... The trainer from the game and all the Pokemon yeah. around them. But there were th- there were a couple Pokemon in there that uh, we've never seen before. A.K.A. all three starters from Gen 4. That's cool. So it looks like that's Gen cool. 4 is it's coming. They did, but that's soon. We, but we knew this. They have to keep releasing new Pokemon or new features to keep people in this game. They just did trading and, and friends. A month later, Two they're going to probably release Gen 4. after you said it was going to yeah, come right? out. But okay. <laughs> and now Gen 4 coming. I like Gen 4. Gen 4 is my... My favorite gen. Okay. So it, um, this is the one I'm most excited for. Gen 3 is my least favorite gen. So I'm actually like ready for Gen 3 to be over. I really like Gen 4. So I'm really looking forward to that. Pokemon Go Fest 2018 is also this weekend in Chicago. It, Round 30,000 goddamn people Fight. out there. I put out there, uh, Pokemon Go tweeted out a picture of it. And um, I, I put a tweet 
It, it looked like there were like 20,000 people there, but they were kind of scattered all over the place yeah. with a big building in the back. I said, is this Pokemon Go or Trump's inauguration? Oh, yeah, yeah. It got, pictures like that. It got yeah. a lot of a uh, lot of traction. Yeah, hundreds sure. and hundreds of people found that one funny. I'm sure. I, I'm a, what can I say? I'm a fucking Twitter genius. Yeah, every blind squirrel found a nut. <laughs> Rocket League has been added to Xbox Game Pass. So anybody who has the $10 subscription that's, service, that's, that's nice for Xbox you no longer that. have to play or pay money for Rocket League. Uh, that sounds cool. That's awesome. Forty million players have played a match in Rocket League, according to Psionics. Rocket League's banging. Uh, I think the number is active users per month is still six to seven million people play at least one match per month. That's, That's awesome. insane. I'm, I'm, I'm overdue for a match. I should probably try to set up a match. It's insane. Uh, WWE 2K18 is or 2K19 is not. Coming to about Switch. time a game says no. Good for you, <laughs> WWE. It's not good for you. After it came last year for 2K18, it was not good. It ran good. like shit. Good. Got horrible reviews. Good. It got a 2.5, I think, for IGN. Good. Stay off Switch. They're not even going to bring Thank it you. this year. Um, it's funny. I was on the Apron Work podcast a couple weeks ago. We were talking about that. So go download that episode of the Apron Work podcast. It's about video game, uh, wrestling, wrestling video games. So if you want to check that out, I had a guest appearance there. But a reminder that Fortnite Season 5 has launched. So if you're into the Fortnite thing, you're looking for the Battle Pass, the Season 5 has launched. You get new cosmetics, new up everything, new map, upgrades, everything. Um, but the Switch version is getting motion controls. So you can look forward to gyroscope aiming for Fortnite on the Switch. Here's another update. Uh, we have the Super Smash Brothers release date for the Amiibo. We know that all the new characters like Ridley, um, Ice Climbers. Everyone's getting one, right? Yeah. Everyone's getting one. Um, they're coming out uh, with the game. However, I think in December, December 7th. However, the new ones like Ridley are 15 or 16 bucks. How much are they usually? 13 you're upcharging three bucks on these new amiibos. Because they know you'll pay for it. I'm pissed. Well, not, not you, but maybe other people. I'm pissed. Ridley, Ridley looks cool. It's very detailed. Either, either, I'll, I'll pay you. Uh, here's another <laughs> uh, cool thing. Nathan Fillion, who is one of my favorite actors. Firefly. Super, super underrated actor. It was really good in Dr. Castle. Horrible's sing-along blog. My mom loves that uh, show. With Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, he put out a photo on his Instagram of the rapper Drake. I think it was actually a video, but he captioned it with Sick Parvis Magna, which is the saying yeah, in yeah. Uncharted. It, Chris Schreiber has it tattooed on his yeah. freaking arm yeah. uh, with a date of July 16th. I really hope for our episode 100, I'm announcing that Nathan Fillion has been cast as Nathan Drake in the movie and or we're getting a he, new game. He would be perfect for the role. Perfect. He'd he, be the best. He just fit. needs to lose about 25 pounds. He could. And he, oh, would, he, be could, 100%. Be, he would be He's the great. best. He's Nathan a great Drake. actor. But remember, they're going for this movie towards a younger Nathan. So maybe they're going to go from younger straight to a, an older yeah. Nathan Drake. And that's where Nathan Fillion can come I in. I mean, as, lo as long as he gets a little, you know, pumped up for the role, 100% support so it. I'd be so sick. 100%. I freaking love Nathan Fillion. Yep. But we have a Same. couple album reviews here in the music section. Sam, you are a big fan of postseason. Yes. I'm a big fan of postseason. Um, we saw that they signed the No Hope Records, sent you a song. You got hooked. We then yep. interviewed Sean Dorsey, had a nice conversation about it. You previewed the record. Their yeah, I got record. the I got to see the actual physical copy of the yep. CD yesterday with the shirt I'm wearing right now. Actually. I'll probably fail, but I'm not afraid to on the shirt with a candle that's kind of burning out with postseason. It's a banging gray shirt. Yeah. It's really, really good, actually. Um, so that you got that. We both got the record, uh, the self-titled album. I, I did like on the CD, like right on the front, it says, thank you for buying a physical copy. And I was sick. like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Nice that's little sick. touch. Yeah, I like that too. And that kind of harkens back to what Ian said last week on The Worst Humans about Spotify yep. and how easy it is to consume music that way. 
Um, I myself can't do CDs anymore because I don't have a laptop anymore, so I don't have iTunes. So me buying a CD does oh, no and good. I, and I told you what, what I had to do yesterday where um, I you know put the CD in the iTunes, uploaded. I tried to plug in my phone. For some reason, either my iTunes is messed up or my phone, it's not letting me sync music anymore. So I had to buy the CD again and bought it digitally, so I had it for my phone. Damn. So double support. But it is out there postseason, the self-titled record. What do you think of it? I, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously, you know me. I always like to have more songs. It's a short CD, 10 songs, 34 minutes. It's an easy CD that I had no problem listening from 1 to 10. Didn't yep. skip any. Um, I think 1 to 3 are my favorite songs off the bat. I think they hit it hit it just right. Long Shot, Lost Cause, yep. number 1. Numb to This, yep. number 2. Telltale, number 3. Uh, Long Shot, Lost Cause got a video. Yep. Numb to This was another uh, single they released. They actually released another song, I think Backroads. They had released it's the day song. before That's the record one. came out. Uh, my favorite song off the record is one more song about the sea. See, I had, dude, I swear you're going to say that. Um, nice. But this record is like, it reminds me of why I love pop punk so yeah, much. Yeah, I agree 100%. Total 100%. throwback to the good the good old days of pop punk. Yeah. It's just energetic, yep. fun, catchy and it's, chorus. And it's short and sweet punk, to yeah. the point. It's not dragged out for seven minutes. Yeah, None of this is my favorite song off the record, number two. I mean, I, I hope they come on. I want to see them in Philly. They better come live. And uh, they're, uh, I think they're announcing soon that they're going out. Um, so we're looking. I think forward that was something Sean said. Something's yeah. in the works. So we're looking forward to that date. And if they do come to Philly, then we're we'll there. We're be there. there. But a lot of fun. Um, like I said, total harken back to the the good old days of pop punk. We know pop punk's not dead. Uh, so these dudes uh, coming from all over the country, California, Maryland, Pennsylvania. Yep. I think uh, maybe even New York. I'm not sure. Uh, but dude. Really good record. Uh, one more for the, uh, one more song about the sea is my favorite. Sam's favorite is "Numb to This," but you can't go wrong. And by the way, there's some bad language in yeah. there, so be a little e- even, worrisome like, if I you're a parent. It's like the I think it's like five, seven, eight, nine. It's like there's that E for explicit on each uh, song. So it was one, cool. it was a two, nice change. three, four, five, six of the seven, <laughs> six of the ten, ten songs have an explicit marker. And, on and there's like one like one f bombs in each song. So hey, it, it's fine. I, I thought it was fine. I wouldn't have problem if I, my son was a teenager. Yeah. Like, no problem. It's every song kind of gets to the point, which I really yeah, enjoy. Sure sweet. Um, Three minute songs done. Uh, yeah, and and it's cool because I listened to the record, like you said, thirty four minutes long. I listened to the record. I'm like, oh, that's it. Shit, let's start again. Yeah, you just listen it. to it over and, and over again. It's 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 always you know it's a good CD when you don't even think about skipping a song. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. And and I never got bored. Nope, I never, never. I never once said. To I myself, listened to it on the way here again. Yeah, I yeah. never once said like, <sighs> nope. Just get through this track. Yeah. It's just like boom, boom, boom. Heavy hitter, yeah. banger, 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 banger. Really good tune. Really good record. Uh, Really, really like it. So, guys out there, very nice job. No hope. Postseason. Awesome record. Hope to get uh, on the hope show Hope to get soon. on the show soon. Um, we have inquired, so we're looking forward to that potentially one day happening. Um, so, just great job. Really hope you guys see a lot of success from this record because it's really good. Uh, another record that I picked up yesterday that I'm going to do a short review on is Real Friends. Um, this one's called Composure. Uh, it just dropped again. It's 10 songs. Um, the first music video they did called from the outside it was their first single i put it on for you in the car it hasn't left my head since i first heard it from the outside it's catchy as all shit i love it so much it's relatable to me 
um, in a huge way. And I and I was like under the impression that this record was going to be just more of that. If that's the single, this record yeah. is going to be just straight ten bangers. Super excited about it. And I listened to the record. It reminds me a lot of the starting line. It reminds okay. me a lot of of um, is that based on a true story? No. What's the record with Up and Go and stuff on their first record? Direction. No, no, no. Way before Direction. Way before Direction. Direction was their like last record. Um, I can't remember. It was their first record with like Up and Go and and all the original songs that we know and love from the starting line. But we have it's that's that's kind of how his what his voice kind of reminds me of a little bit. But it's not as good as I thought it would be. No disrespect um, to the starting line. That one. Say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it. Yeah. Um, it's it's not there for me. I love from the outside. Still sounds great. Sounds great. Mastered. Not on YouTube. Sounds really good. Uh, I really enjoy my, uh, me first. The opening track, especially that first line of it. Um, but I was expecting a little bit more hype. I was expecting a little bit more up tempo, pop punky kind of emo stuff. And while yeah, I do get it. And while his voice does remind me of Kenny's a little bit, and I did enjoy that. I was expecting a little bit more catchy, a little bit more okay. stuck in my yeah. head outside of just one track. It's a solid record. It's not bad by any means at all. I think From the Outside uh, is one of the best songs I've heard in years. But overall, would have liked a little bit more from this record. So it's a solid five right in the middle. Um, I think it's good. It's not great. It's not bad by any means. I would prefer the postseason record over this one. Okay. Um, but I am a fan of Real Friends, and I do like that yeah, record. I'll go cool. check them out. Never, never really listened to them. Yeah, except for the one time in my Getting car the on the way to Nova. one song that I don't remember. Yep. <laughs> 21 Pilots breaks a year-long silence and announces the Bandito Tour. And they are coming to Philly, but... I never listened to them like that. I just I, I like them a lot. You know, like, they were my music in my I couldn't skateboard. tell you if they were good or bad, because I just don't know their music. Yeah, um... Pope Joy and I braved the cold and saw them out in, in the snow one time. That was fun. Um, at Schmidt's Pier, uh, they jumped up into like some dude's apartment. It was weird. Uh, but mm-hmm. they went they went on a hiatus and exactly one year later broke their silence, complete silence for a year, broke it and announced a new tour one year later. That was actually pretty cool. Obviously, yeah. it was planned by them. Of course. But super neat. Um, I love their first two records. Their last record with like blurry face on it didn't do much for me. Um, at all, but I really enjoyed their first record. Their song, um, I think it's on on the go, run and go. I can't remember what it's called, but um, that's actually my music for my skate part in my video that I made. Makes sense. <laughs> I think it's called on the run and go or something like that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, they're coming back. So if you're a 21 Pilots fan, and apparently 200,000 people that like the photo are. Yeah, I know those, they have big fan base. It's going to be huge. Uh, in the comic book slash other section, Stanley has dropped his $1 billion lawsuit against POW Entertainment. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to get a billion dollars. I think that was just to draw attention. Okay. Scare him a little bit. Yeah. It was probably he, settled he just, outside of court and he got an unnamed he, he just posted a video again. He's, he's doing good. So that's good. Studio to hear. 8 acquires the rights to Profit, which is a Rob Liefeld created character from 1992. He's been described as the anti Captain America. Yeah, I, I never read The Profit at all, but it seems like movie studios are just basically buying everything that Rob Liefeld did. This is what his third or fourth property that's having another film made. Mm-hmm. So good for Rob Liefeld. DC Comics ongoing uh, Wonder Woman series is getting a new creative team with Miss Marvel co-creator G Willow Wilson taking the helm. Oh, that's a good change. And that's and, like usually another Marvel DC cross. And that's like another like 
which I, I'm sure actually happens in comics more than yeah. Movies. And it's it's always good to kind of bring in like a new team, to get new ideas, fresh ideas, new artists, new writer, bring in something new. So I, I approve. Bart Allen is back. Yeah, we haven't seen him is in it Kid Flash quite quite a few years. Kid Flash, he is. I knew that he is um, the flat. Barry Allen's his grandfather, so that's kind of cool. Because oh, that's weird. I don't think you saw him since Rebirth, maybe. New Marvels 52. I'm kidding. He's DC. Yeah. So it's been a while. So, hey, I always like Bart Allen. If you remember when you watched Smallville, Bart was the one that the speedster that was actually in Smallville. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So that's kind of cool. He's coming back. Um, yeah. Getting a new comic series, I believe it was, because it was like at the end of the Flash 50 or 52. I think it was uh, uh, edition 50 or episode. Uh, it could have been the new 52. Um, he goes, and I'm back. And, you know, Bart Allen. I was like, holy shit. It was the last page. It was a spoiler, yeah. a nice spoiler on the last page of it. So that was neat. Um, and then finally, two of the three final blockbusters in the world have closed, leaving one left in Bend, Oregon. I can see this store blowing up. <laughs> Just so there's there's no more for another one? What? Like, like blowing up popular wise. Oh, like the actual building blows no, up. No, no, no. I was no, like, no, oh, no. okay. That's no, I mean, like, I can see this one because it's the last of a living legacy of Blockbuster. It's the only one left in existence. Yeah. People are like, what's Blockbuster? It's going to go away. They cling to the nostalgia. We nah. got to go. We got to go. I can see this store. Guarantee it's still around in a year. Guarantee. Maybe. Guarantee. Keep, hey, keep it going as long as, especially they'll give you the reason to keep going, knowing that you're the only store left. And like people, and you're want in that. Oregon, Bend, Oregon. There you go. People want that. They want the last of something. If Toys R Us closed all of its doors but one store in New York City, that one store would do gangbusters. Probably, yeah. because it's the only one. Yeah. I don't know who the frig rents videos anymore. No. I hope their prices are better than when they were when we were around, uh, or when they were around us. I, I was a loyal blockbusterist for a while yeah. there. I felt like an elitist with a club card, but I bought some pogs after West Coast Video shut down. But it's cool to see that there's at least one left in this cruel, cruel, fucked up world that we live in. Yeah. Blockbuster True. technically outlived Toys R Us. Yeah, they're in Oregon. All right, that's all I need to know. Technically, Oregon is still part of the United States, last time I checked. Uh, but we do have some patrons Barely. we can give a shout out to. Uh, so thank you to all 10 of our patrons. We really appreciate it. Um, at the $5 and up level, Mike Forward, AF Log Dog, Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram, Jay Sanford 9482, Robert Harding, Sam Reimer, which is twitch.tv slash my knife, your life. That's you are for your. Uh, go check that out. My knife, your life on Twitch. Darren Monroe, uh, Elijah Elliott, enjoy Germany, buddy. Uh, $10 patron, Alan Santos, and $20 patron, Thomas Chisholm. Thank you so much for the, the uh, top three this week. We really appreciate it. But let's give our pick of the week and get on out of here before we have two more interviews in 40 minutes. I finally saw the movie tag. And, Whoa, and, and, you and, didn't tell me. And it, Yeah, I, I, half the shit on my list you don't even know that I already saw. But yeah, dude, tag based on a true story was funny as shit. Um, you know, you get Ed Helms, John Hamm, Jeremy yeah. Renner, Sebastian Maniscalco has a, a small role. The pastor, you don't really see him till the end of the movie. It, dude, it was funny. There were some good gags. And Funnier uh, than blockers? Uh, it, maybe, maybe. Cool. Just be, you know, some there's just some funny actresses with with Jeremy Renner, and like during like the movie, the, it kind of takes a turn that I wasn't expecting, which I I, I really liked. I was just wasn't expecting it. Um, I thought everyone played a good part, and then um, like the end of the movie, they show you like the actual people filming of like shit they really did in real life, and it's like what they did in the movie. Like, there's no way they did, but like when you see the actual footage, it makes it ten times better, and it's like 
It's been going on for like 21 plus years, and they still do it to this day. That's really neat. Yeah, so I was like, that was awesome. Definitely check out Tag. My pick of the week is a show exclusively on FX. You can check it out on like Hulu as well for past seasons. It's just wrapped up its third season, season four coming in 2019. A lot of our guests that we ask for TV recommendations have said it, so I decided to dive in. Donald Glover stars in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Nice. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Well, I, I'd imagine it is if we heard probably eight people that checked the show out. It's funny, but it's like dark. It's like a dark yeah. comedy. It's really funny. Uh, it's serious. Donald Glover is un- amazing. Yeah. He's amazing yeah. in it. Uh, and it, it every episode hits on a new theme, but even though it's kind of predictable, you still kind of want to watch it. There was a one about um, like an Instagram guy who comes up and meets them outside of the club. And he's like, yo, yo, yo. And he like tries to sell them hats and da, da, da. And uh, like how far people go on social media for likes is of basically yeah. and, and, oh, and stuff like that. Common sense. <laughs> and, but it like it shows that it's like a satire or a commentary on people making a living on YouTube and stuff like that. It's episode Four, maybe three. I don't know. I'm on episode oh, that could six, be interesting. but it's really funny so far. I'm on six episodes in, um, but Atlanta is really good. I'm glad that it lived up to the hype. It, it did in a big way. Yeah. You, you you would enjoy it as well, but we are over two hours, so we're going to cut it here. Uh, we have so much more content to do today. It's going to be a long day, um, but we got Con Etiquette coming up in 45 minutes and then Phil Moore coming up in two hours and 15 minutes. That'll be released on Monday for Phil Moore. I forgot to say that at the top of the show. So that'll be released Monday, Con Etiquette Wednesday. So we have three episodes this week for you leading up to our 100th episode. That's why we're giving you that's three. The, that's basically our celebration. It's all yeah. the celebration we're running up to the 100th episode. We do have something fun planned for next week for our 100th episode. Um, it's not going to be some huge blowout, but it's going to be a, a fun little thing that we want to do with our fans. So we'll announce that on social media this week. So check that out. Thank you, everybody, for hanging in with us for all these episodes. And we'll see you next week for the big one, the Century Mark, episode 100. And I'm still waiting on that dollar from Greg because Infinity War is not the of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the TeePublic store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.